Your whole phase was different because you just kept dating hoes. <laughs> Shut up. No, like, the hell no. Like, you just kept dating hoes. Like, you went through a whole phase. It was just the other way around. <laughs> Shut up. No, because usually, like, I would find somebody within a, like, a three to six month span after I broke it off with somebody. But this last one, yeah, that was whack. Um, it was so whack that she went back to it a year after later. So whatever. Shut up. It was, it was last one. I mean, God. By the way, I'm keeping that. <laughs> You're keeping what? <laughs> we just talked about. Ah, how you gonna keep this one? But you don't want to delete all. You whack. You are whack. You are so whack. That's funny. Niggas. No, no, I'm not. I mean, I am. But so what? Nigga, 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 nigga. nigga. Also, you a nigga too? Just a half nigga. Yeah, okay. Also, when women post memes about niggas be loved, like that, that should apply to y'all too. Y'all, st- y'all technically, niggas didn't, niggas don't just apply to males. <laughs> well, yeah, because they can be anybody. My point, but my sister, one of my sisters posted, actually, the other Ashley, she posted, she's like, she's like, yeah, you too. And it's like, I, but I'm, it says niggas, I'm not a nigga. Like, yeah, technically you are. Because <laughs> when they talk about niggas, they don't just mean men, they mean niggas. <laughs> Motherfucker. Shouts to uh, Ashley Renee, by the way, with her punk ass. Wait, so you still are recording? I am definitely recording. Okay, so where's the intro at? I haven't gotten there yet, man. I'm talking. Um. um okay, also, so is this the pre-show uh, well, to the show? Hold on. Is this a pre-show Since to the I show? Since I mentioned my sister, Ashley Renee, I'd also like to give a shout-out to her Her company, Clevity Claws, which she does. Uh, she has a nail company, so shouts yes. to her. All um, right, she does nails, yeah. Well, no, she has a she like sells like oh okay whole site and everything. Like, well, that's she, still that's she doing her up. shit right though. She doing her shit right, whatever. I'm proud of her with old punk ass, even though she neglects me, but it's fine. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I can intro this podcast at some point. What episode is this? Fuck. Uh, is it's it fifty six? Six. Fifty six. All right, all right. As you know. Uh, I am your host. So we don't have music. I haven't gotten there yet. Actually, what? you know what? Uh, you I'm... do the song before you introduce, sir. Tell me how to do my fucking podcast. I mean, I'm just saying, because you, you, you out of order. Little nigga, bro. You're out of order. I'm just trying to You're keep you in order. order. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep you in order. That's all. That's all. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Put you in order? No, don't ever do that shit again. Like, talk like I'm from Brooklyn? Because you it don't sound shit like Brooklyn. You're a in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm broken in pieces. Down to the soul. I know the this is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Y'all be seeing them grind though. People don't grind. Right now, I need to feel you. Y'all be about that life. Right next to me, this is our life. Y'all ain't ride or die. Well, Monica is, but it's good shit she shoots. Oh, hey, Monica, she 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 gets she about
below. So if you say nigga, then I'ma say, is that a Ritz? Catch that. You catch that line though. Conflicted in this free base world to give and take, take. Cause I always rather give than to be the one saying thanks. Conflicted like being signed to Ye and managed by Jay. Conflicted like being cool with Pusha and Drake. Conflicted like repping the city where I hardly stay. Knowing that you're wrong, but it's too hard to say. Hold your head, guard your heart. Yeah, that that that's my that's my shit. And body language. I wish you could play body language. I like that because of Sofa Moan and Slip Flip. You fucking hey, crazy. but Sofa Moan was a jam. If people, well, it's a Detroit jam. It is a Detroit you, jam. You I was gonna say you travel outside of Michigan, but I was just about to say that that is that a Detroit sh- classic song. Niggas so, don't know that shit. But I think no, somebody I know said that they were out in L.A. one time. This was a few years back. They said that they were driving around. They heard somebody in a like a drop top. That person was from Detroit. Sofa that person was from Detroit. Either that or they spent time here. Because niggas. <laughs> Niggas, niggas, niggas outside of Detroit don't know that song. It's niggas in Chicago don't even know that song. Like, Are you a, sure? Because it's that much of a local. Yeah, unless they've been here, hmm. it's not that big a hit. Like it wasn't that big a song. It was big here. Interesting. It's just like Kim was big here before he got big. Well, yeah, of course. Nat- like nationally, that's just how it works here. Charles probably the one of few artists that got bigger outside of Detroit before he got big here. Mm-hmm. Um, shouts to Big Sean. Detroit Two is out. If you haven't here, here, listen to it. Definitely check it out. He's definitely putting on for the city, and I'm always appreciative of that. Um, despite some of the hate that these niggas are giving right now, because niggas are always haters. Of course. All right, so I guess I'll introduce the episode properly now. Thank you. Tell me how to fucking run my podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help. You're still a guest, nigga. I, I'm trying, I was just trying you're to help. I, oh, okay, well. You're still a guest in here. Okay, so now I'm a guest. Oh, you're a guest on I, this podcast. I'd be debunked down to a guest. Okay. You're a guest on this podcast, yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, uh, thank you for... You're only for a co-host on your other podcast. Great. So I'm, now you're on the, on the fucking cover artwork and shit, nigga. I mean, you're well, on a promo why don't shit. you start uh, doing the same stuff? I don't like pictures. Oh, yeah, nigga. I forgot. You're incognito. You're like... like you pictures, remind, you're So you're basically like electrifying mojo. No, uh, once eventually, like, once I glow up, niggas gonna see... Don't, you gotta be clear. When I glow the fuck up, let's be clear. Y'all niggas gonna get sick of me. Then, then you're going to come out of the shadows. When I tell you're you. You're going to come out of the shadows. Niggas, then, I'm right? going to do a photo shoot once a month, nigga. Don't play with me. Once <laughs> Don't fucking play with me. Oh, I am going to be the most conceited nigga on earth for at least six, six month period. No, but. <laughs> if um, not longer. But you are familiar with uh, Electrifying Mojo. He's. What the fuck you talking about? Huh? What the fuck you talking about? You don't know? No idea what the fuck you talking he about. He is a legend in Detroit radio basically on all the FM stations. Anyways, throughout his career, he was able to get away with not being seen. Like, even when he did interviews, there's actually one on YouTube where he's completely in shadow. I don't so like the radio, so that's probably why I don't know shit about that. Uh, how do you not like the radio, but you are so, you're such a, you know, a stan of music? 
You don't go to the radio for music. You go to the radio to listen to the shit they want you to listen to. Back in the day, it wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah, but now yeah, no, it's it still like that. It was like that back in the day. No, it, I feel they, like, it, no, no, back in the, the day, same, it was more... It was the same thing. Labels, it was actually worse back in the day. What? Because payola was a thing back in the day. Payola was a thing in the back in the day, but a lot of songs that came out back in the day were of quality, so well, people didn't Well, it wasn't that. necessarily, no, they weren't. It was, it was, people would make it seem like the ratio was so skewed. Now, it's not. Okay, wait, well, the, how far back are you talking It's just that though? there's so much more music now. But how far back are you talking? We're talking about, I'm talking about, you're talking about the 80s, 90s, 2000s. I mean, those were the best Times for yeah, music it was, on the radio. It was, it was the it was it was only because we consumed mu- it was so much music coming out. It was so many different artists coming out. You have different eras in there, but radio itself, radio ain't. Ch- I mean, you have you have certain artists like the way hits were produced and things like that. Yes, music. The music business went through a boom, especially in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. um, where people were going platinum in a week and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, but. That's because how we consume music, and then also you have to factor in that a lot of that shit switched over when Napster became a thing, and you know people were having access to music in different ways. But no radio. I mean, yeah, when I was a kid, I have a choice but to listen to radio, of course. But when I have a choice, I wouldn't listen to the fucking radio. I wouldn't bought music, nigga. I wouldn't have bought music. I I listened to shit. I, it was a lot of shit that I listened to back in the day. But how do you think people were able to create mixtapes back in the day before they can actually burn CDs? I mean, I don't know because I never did. I didn't record songs off the radio. I never did that. Oh, I wasn't knowing those people. Really? Never. My cousin did. I didn't. Only thing I recorded off the radio was mixes. On like Fridays, I would. Yeah, on WJLB. I record uh, mixes. I record mixes. I did that back in the day for sure. But as far as like recording somebody's song off the radio, you know why I never recorded songs off the radio? Because well, first of all, I just I didn't buy my first album. It was eighty nine. Eighty nine. Eighty ninety. Eighty nine ninety one in there. It was uh, it was uh, MC Light and, and MC Hammer's uh, "Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him." Those <laughs> uh, are the first got, two. We got that one at home. The first two tapes I ever bought. I bought them at the corner store, around the corner from my grandma's house. My dad bought them for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, he he gave me the money to go in there and buy them. I was like eight years old. Wow. And that was the first two tapes I ever bought myself. The next and the first two tapes I ever bought that were parental advisory. So at that point, my dad was it the Bone Thugs? Yep, it was Bone Thugs and Harmony. He's ninety nine Eternal. He's ninety nine Eternal in the Looney's. I got five on it, and my dad would not. My dad would do this shit where he reviewed the albums before he let me listen to them, and he he couldn't understand what Bone was saying, so he gave me the album. But he's heard Looney's is like, oh shit, this too fucking vulgar. I said, nigga, I hear y'all say worse shit in the house. The fuck you talking about? (laughs) But okay. Oh, speaking of which, when is the first time you ever cursed? Like. Um, I think the first time I recall cursing was probably when I was like seven, seven or it was eight or nine, eight or nine. And I was actually in choir rehearsal at school <laughs> and we was practicing um, a Kirk Franklin song. And what the fuck prompted you to curse in choir rehearsal? <laughs> because I was being ignorant. I was I was being a follower because I heard somebody else cursing, actually. And so I decided to be the same way, but except somebody went and snitched on me, even though I already knew who did it. But um, yeah, and I got in trouble for it. So not a lot of trouble. So her, so here's the thing. So first and foremost, like you know, my parents cursed. My my adults around me cursed a lot. I never 
even thought it was okay to curse for me. And then I would make up like, I, like when I was bored, if I had like a toy with me, I could make up like I had a very vivid imagination. Mm-hmm. So even if I didn't have a toy, I would find a way to have fun. So I would make up these characters with my hands. Like they, I would make up like and have them doing all kinds of super shit. Right. I made up like little airplanes and shit. So at one point I made up an airplane and the, the point of the airplane was my middle finger. I didn't know what a middle finger was. And my dad that's saw me funny. do it one time. He's like, don't ever do that again. But he still didn't tell me why. He said, that's a bad word. And I said, oh, really? I didn't know. All right, that was nothing, right? Uh-huh. So I think it was, it was either first or second grade. <coughs> I was on the playground at school. At Mason, my elementary, my first elementary school, and you went to Mason, right? I went to Mason, my first, my first and second. Well, I went to Mason from uh, kindergarten to second grade before we moved on the east side. Okay. So I'm on the playground. It's the kids' kid. I remember his name. Kid named Ernest in my class. Ernest. I remember. I like. I, I remember like this Ernest shit goes to jail. vividly. <laughs> vividly, he cursed. At one of the other kids, and I'm like, oh. I'm like in shock, like, oh my god! He said that dirty word. Because in my head, I'm like, there's an adult just gonna pop out of nowhere like Batman and hit him. Like that's what I'm thinking what, in my really? head, right? Batman. Though? That's like, that's how in my head I'm like, oh, an adult just gonna appear out of nowhere and catch him, and nothing. And I'm waiting, and nothing happened. So I'm like, I'm gonna try it. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Bitch, and nothing. Ha- and I'm like, oh. and I looked around, and nothing happened. And I'm like, oh. I'm gonna keep trying it. Oh no! Fuck, fuck, oh bitch, no! Bitch. And I just kept doing it, and nothing happened. And that was my ascension into cursing. <laughs> From wow. that point on, when I was around my friends, just we wow. just cursed. And That's... I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. How old were you again? I what was grade? eight. I was wait. I was second grade, so I was like seven or eight. Oh wow! Right, so, so that was around so the then, same time as me. So then, I remember was it third? I was like third or fourth grade is when I got baptized. And so I remember being on a player on my friends, and we started cursing at this point. Well, like, you might you, that, was, that baptism didn't work for it you. It was no, it was like a, at this point cursing was like a second nature thing. I've been doing it for years now on a player on when I was right, with my baptized friends. You but I knew, like a fire, but I knew how to switch that shit off when I was around my parents. Right, of course. And so. I remember telling my friends, like, y'all, man, I ain't going to be able to curse no more. I'm about to get baptized. <laughs> 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 I was so, can you understand? You I, was, <laughs> I was so, like, I grew up in church, right? So for me. Wait, like, you grew up in church? You know, grandma, I was always, like, you understand, up until. Up Who until, would have thought? The, knows the evil that. jerk. The everybody evil knows, whore. Like, mm. I was, like, I grew up heavy. Into church. I think he hid that from me, y'all. But so uh, like it was crazy though because <laughs> I'm you like, you about to get baptized, so you had to stop. Oh like, yeah, that's what I was telling my friend. Oh man, I ain't gonna be able to curse no more. I'm about to get baptized, <laughs> and I'm and they're like, Look, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? And I'm like, no, nah, for real, like, I'm, I'm it's like, it like a big deal. <laughs> That is like, so... Because, <laughs> honestly, being baptized at that point, that was a big deal to me. Right. Like, I was so like, oh, my God, I'm getting baptized. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> they looking like, nigga, what? Oh, right. Oh, okay, you you taking, you getting dipped in the water. Oh, like, yo, I was like, because I, 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 grew, I grew up in church. I was in, like, when I say I was in church, I was in vacation Bible study. 
Oh, so you church. did catechism too? I don't know what that is, but I know I was in vacation Bible school every summer. I was in. I went to. I was at Sunday morning. You were an usher. I was. Well, now eventually that that was the thing. The reason I wanted to get baptized is so I can join the choir, and I wanted to be an usher. <laughs> and it was like you can't do it until you get baptized. Wow. And they kept, and my grandma kept so saying, you were scheming. And my grandma, well, no, my grandma kept saying you got you can't do that until you get baptized. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, you, uh, you, you was using and the she, Lord. She made well, no, she made me wait. She made me wait until I was a certain. I think she had, said I had to wait until I was like. So I think she's made me wait until I was like eight or nine. Is what that was. She okay. kept telling me. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, but no, that was the thing. And then, but no, I was always in, in church. I was vacation Bible study, fucking morning Bible um, Bible class on Sundays, um, for early morning service, afternoon service. Like we spent all of Sunday in church. Because my grandma, after church, my grandma was on the board. They did all the cooking that night, so we ate dinner uh, there. So y'all had like, those spaghetti and I, chicken dinners oh, at the church. Like, they cooked all kinds of shit. It was, we was there all day. Yeah, because y'all had that. <laughs> From 7 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at four, night. 5 o'clock at night, we was at church. So and y'all had the night service. So, right, too. yeah. So it was crazy. And I mean, when I say when I was at church, even for Halloween, we we didn't go like, like y'all didn't celebrate Halloween. Well, no, though. It we, was like a no. Drunkard. What we did, so what they would do is they would have the kids dress up, and we would do a Halloween thing at the church. Oh. So kids are dressed in costumes, and we go to church. They have games, and they would have candy and stuff for us there. Oh. We would have these games and stuff there. At so the were church. y'all non-dimensional? No, it was a Baptist church, but they they just that was something they did for the kids. The only other thing we would do, my family would do, is she would take them. This is back when the malls would have it, where all the stores would have candy. You can go around the mall. They would have the kids come near and they would do that and they would pass out candy. We'd do that. And we'd go and do some trick or treat a little bit in our neighborhood. But yeah, like that was my life. Like church was a big thing. So when I was like able to get baptized, I was like happy because I was like, I get to go in. Uh, uh, but then, of course, then I had to go to rehearsals once. Once I was um in, um, so I was in, because I went to grandma, my grandma rehearsal was just on Wednesdays, my rehearsals on Thursdays. Mm. I, was, I was in church all the time. But I was also notorious for falling asleep in church too. Wow. I was notorious. But you fall asleep everywhere. No. Only when I'm at home. Nigga, you only see me at home. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Of course I'm going to fall asleep at no, home. No, one, one time we went out to the bar for one of the pay-per-view events. Didn't I've you never, fall asleep? Mm, I've never fallen asleep. Or we was uh, down at Penny Red. I've never, fell no, no, asleep. Okay, I've never fallen asleep in a public place. Not when no. you went out for birthday parties and shit? Only if it's at somebody's house. I have to be comfortable. I, I'm not comfortable around people outside. All right. At the movie theater, maybe once. But that's not even like a born ass. Oh, wait, but no, when we came back from the road trip from NXT, you had to pull over. Well, yeah, because I was driving, nigga. And none of you niggas offered to drive, you I, fucking bums. You need to talk to Brass. No, you need you, to talk to Wade. It was you need three, to talk to Trey. Other. And you, nigga. It's um, you I'm other pretty niggas. sure you was not going to let me drive. Right, you can so. drive. I don't fucking care. You niggas, none of you. Not, you didn't well, ask. I well, shouldn't have you? to. Oh, oh. So we're supposed <laughs> to go I shouldn't have to. Our Lord, our look, Lord, our dear Lord, wait, 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 look. Shall we look, drive we your go, coach for we you? We go on a road trip to Chicago. And we get there. I'm driving, so I'm we, whatever. This is like when we went to uh, fucking me and Bresm to uh, fucking Mania. That nigga ain't offered to drive not one fucking time. Now you know his. Uh, you talk about from New York. The to Diddy to one. New York or from New York, neither. This nigga slept the whole way. Are you? Which, oh, brass. Come on, bro. So when I wasn't surprised when he didn't offer in Chicago, like shit. But like nigga, it's four other people in this car, and not one of these niggas offered to drive. Wait, so these niggas all sleep. We getting, I'm getting, I'm getting sleepy. I can feel it. So I'm like, shit. I look up, it says rest stop, 
eight miles, five miles. I'm like, I gotta make it to this fucking rest stop. Yeah. So I make it to the fucking rest stop. As I'm pulling over, these niggas start working. Are you good? Yeah, nigga. <laughs> but I'm about to go take a fucking nap. You know what happened? Not one nigga off. Hey, no, I'll drive the rest of the way. All these niggas did. These niggas sat there and started playing Pokemon and shit in the fucking car while I'm taking a nap. Oh, Just punk ass you know. niggas. Bunch of punk ass niggas. First off, let's be clear. Y'all had me in the in the back of the nigga, trunk. Nigga, you chose to get back there. I mean, because I wasn't about to be all squaddled up. And, uh, it was big niggas. I mean, Trey wasn't big and Chris what wasn't big. Neither one. You was in between two small niggas. No, I need my space, though. I needed up. my space. And I needed to stretch out my legs. So, yes, I was in the trunk. Between niggas. I'm sorry. But on the bright side, I was it, I, it was kind of uncomfortable, but I was that. able to adjust. She missed that. What did you say? <laughs> What, what did he say? <laughs> Somebody tap in out there. What, said, what, what he I say? Said, you should be used to being squeezed between two names. Shut <laughs> your ass up, you evil whore. <laughs> Just an evil whore. Ugh. Uh, but yeah. yeah, none of these punk ass niggas offered the drive. <laughs> what was he talking about before that? <laughs> um. Uh. What were we talking about? I don't fucking know. We're talking about me in, in school, in church, and then we're talking about... Oh, yeah, because you had to, you got baptized so you can get into the choir. So you basically Oh, yeah, I would fall asleep. So, look, I went in between songs. Nigga in the choir and doze the fuck off. I jump up. I don't know what song we supposed to be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you jumped up like a gad in the grave. Like, oh, like. shit, yeah. What, what song we on? <laughs> and then an usher board in the back sitting there. And, and everybody know my grandma. So, everybody like, Kenny. We gonna tell your grandma. I'm like, nigga, y'all snitches. <laughs> snitches get stitches, oh, right? Punk ass Even nigga. in the house of the Lord, we can't oh, snitch. Oh, punk ass snitches, nigga. But it, everybody says we have to confess our sins oh, to our brother and sister. Punk ass snitches. <laughs> All right, I, I see so what happened after they snitched on you? Nothing. The but the they, I don't know if they ever did. But they definitely always. That was always a threat. Every time I did something, like I fall asleep. <laughs> gonna tell your grandma. She already know I fall asleep. She used to it. <laughs> <laughs> she already know. She know what she know how it gets down. So you've been like that since you were a kid, basically. Well, no, even though I'm bored for any length of time, I'm on my phone. Well, church is long as hell. It, it, I mean, I'm sitting, it honestly, nowadays church is not that long. They really do I don't go I've been in church in years, so I don't know. But, but I'm then, telling you because I go now. Back then? That shit was Yeah, we you was basically had to day. plan your whole day I around church. There, so. But nowadays, I guess people, they their attention spans are not that long. Uh, but usually church is now like well, an I hour had, and a half, I haven't been two to hours. Church since I had a choice. So. Unless the Holy Spirit just moves then and go a little bit longer than that. But usually they don't be on the word that long. They, you know, give you a few scriptures and then boom. They do the altar call, bam. But no, yeah, so that was, but no, I was just trying to, because I was thinking like, I wonder like how people started cursing. And like I don't think I, I don't, when did I finally curse around my family? Usually you, cause they, you said, how do people find out? Well, about I'm like cursing? no, like who do they like? I'm trying to think. I was trying. To, that's why I asked about the moment you started cursing, like, cause like I was thinking about that the other day, like, oh, like I remember the moment I started cursing, mm-hmm. and it just kind of became a thing. Even, but no, before then I knew curse words and what they meant. So is that what you're saying? No, or? I'm just, I was, I'm just, I'm saying the question I posed to you was because I was thinking about that. I was like, wonder like how people. Like started cursing. Like one day, like what was that moment? Like one day, we were like, "Hey, uh-huh. I'm gonna start cursing." Like my grandma would curse. Like she, like she was the most religious woman in the world, most like prayerful and everything. But when you, and she wanted you to point across, 
Oh, she gonna curse. Oh, gonna, like she gonna, ain't no killer, but don't she push gonna her. her. She gonna let that bitch fly. <laughs> yeah, I she, mean, Grams can't. She was gonna let that shit fly. For real, for real. Like, don't let it. Like, my parents always, my parents curse all the time, so I wouldn't. Like, my parents curse all the time, so I wouldn't even. It was never a thing when they. Yeah, we, you, it was like, yeah. Eh, whatever. It's like, we used yes, to it's it. a second nature yeah, to you. We basically. used to it. The only thing, my, I don't think, I didn't hear my dad say nigga a lot. Like, but that's probably because there wasn't no niggas around. Like, <laughs> well, y'all grew up in a, a white neighborhood. No, what I mean by that is that like it wasn't nobody he was in conversation like oh. saying nigga to like it wasn't like like most of the time he's talking to my mom, so I don't, it wasn't no real cause. Oh, like, talk, but if like, you got around family, right? Then. I don't like I don't yeah. I might hurt it around family every once in a blue bone, but I don't know how much how much I actually hurt my dad say nigga. But then you know, my father like my father is different because my father wasn't a rap fan back then. Like my dad even tells me like he's like his all his uh one really day. I actually take that your dad would have probably my liked dad, rap. My dad didn't get into rap until pop. Oh. My father was a huge Pac fan. So is that why you don't like Pac? No, I just think Pac is overrated. And that's not going to... Oh, and Lord I, Jesus. It's never going to change. Can, Pac is the most can. overrated rapper in the world to me. Why do you think... Lyrically, who was he better than? And, and, and as far as you think about top MCs, nobody. I mean, he does, he, but he deserves to be in the I top I didn't say... Anyways. No, 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 no. He, he, um, I, if you're measuring his impact... Uh, as an artist, as a all that stuff, that's great. But as an MC, no. But no, I mean, okay, but he still it's he he told stories. He made good music. I'm he not told, saying he didn't. But I am talking because for long as when I was in middle school, when was no, I was in high school when that debate was going on, Pac and Biggie. Uh huh. And niggas was picking Pac, and I'm like, how? To be honest, he he again, it's it's about impact. No, it wasn't. No, no, them niggas, it really was, they were, did. niggas was comparing lyrical ability. Back I mean, then. lyrical, but I mean, he yeah, has yeah. better. He does have better metaphors. Who in certain states? Who like Pac, it's just it's, Pac it's, compared it's more Hennessy He rhymed Hennessy and enemies fifteen million times. <laughs> that was only me, twice. No, it wasn't. Only t- he literally does it one every song. I, you're, he said enemies. You might be reaching a every little song. Bit. A little bit. From like '96, he's reaching. He said enemies in every song in Hennessy until from '94 to he passed away. But it, even it's just like he he had he talks on he touched on so many more topics. Like he was a con- you know what he was. He, he was, was a, a conscious rapper. He was a contradictory rapper. No, don't say. How? I mean, saying, but he, he was, switched he's up. He was all no. It's funny because it was both a, sides to Pac. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when he, well, was, technically he had all, three sides to him. He had the thug, he had he the lover, the and he That's had the thing. conscious. First of all, shoot him up, he, hit him up. Nigga. You know, first of all, this is the first thing my issue with Pac in general. Okay. So, first of all, you you didn't have thug life tatted on your chest; it was on your stomach. But that's first. Thing. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I will have to give you that because I'm like child. That, he didn't become bad. a thug until he became famous. That nigga went to conforming arts no, school. No, 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 no. Because when he, he was famous, he started out as an actor. Remember? No, 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 no. Okay. no he didn't. He started as a, uh, no, he didn't start as an uh, actor. He, he was a dance. Okay, he was a dancer no, wait, for no, Digital he Underground. Went to, no, he did go to performing yeah, arts school. Yeah, he did. That's how he met Jada. I know. He went to performing arts school. Yeah. In, in, ba- in Baltimore, I know. In New York, whatever. Whatever the case may be. He didn't become a thug until he became famous. Like, okay, so are you saying when he became like a dancer for no, uh, when digital he actually went solo is when he started that whole thug life shit that didn't start happening until well, after yeah. his like second album. 
Yeah, but I think it you was a process. I think it was a process of like when he was doing the movie Juice because no, people were no, yes. No. You don't turn into a thug after you famous. No. Most I, niggas are either I think a thug. no because you can't become a thug. It was after. stuff that, that was already happening to him personally no, that was also it pushing wasn't, him towards it that area. Stop it. Um, stop it. I just No, think you are no. Thugs are usually thugs like it's something like you don't just He could have been hiding that he, that could have been him in when, his whole entire when, life. He no, disguised that. No, no. Just because no, he, he ain't a killer, no, don't push him. No. You ever hear that saying? No. I ain't a killer, no, but don't push me. No. no that could have been Pac's whole nope, saying who throughout his whole nope, entire life. Nope, but when he realized nope, he was about to be around nope. some real killers, he so had he to just, bring that so shit he's out. So he Takashi, that's a different story. No, because, no, 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 I, that was a different story. No, but he 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 was talking about a gang. He was associating himself with a gang that he was not a part of. And no, neither was Pac, my point. But then he, he, I think he wasn't he wasn't. in that game. He wasn't. I mean, he wasn't. It was, it was, he became that way. But he, he also wasn't going around snitching on people like Takashi. I don't Tekashi give a fuck was. about snitching. I'm talking about. No, him. but Teka- what, 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 what makes Takashi worse as, no. is he actually went and snitched on people, even though he claimed, oh, he about that life and yeah, it ain't no, no snitching in no. the streets. No, I First mean, of all, that's a myth. It's not how. There's no snitching thing? That is a myth. A mi- uh, you know what, what I mean? Gangster to snitch it? Snitch? Yeah, we know that, Plenty. but still. <laughs> Pac wasn't snitching though, so you can't. He ain't go to jail for shit then. You know, yes, he did. He, he went to jail for a rape he didn't commit, or you say he didn't commit. I don't know if he did that. But he, I, but the, the, the charges he dropped, like, so. No, he went to jail. They got him out, nigga. They, he was on parole. He, 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 but then he, they did they say that she ended up dropping the no. charges? Okay. What I Then I he could, beat up two directors. <laughs> but you said that he wasn't a thug, though. No, I mean, that's, that's him. That's him, that was after when he started acting out. I mean, all this shit going to court, spitting in the camera. That was all later on in life. That nigga was not a thug. You know, all of a sudden he turned into one to, on the camera. Like I he was said, playing, this could have been. You that know where he pop, grew up? Do you know who his mother was? His mother was a member of the Black Panther right. Party. That's different. <laughs> Yeah, but that's still, he, that could have been already taught and ingrained that, into that him. That you're going to fight people because you don't agree with something? That's not what that is. <laughs> I mean, he okay. wasn't fighting. No, you, so take that. No, hold on. Because he wasn't fighting injustice. He was beating up black directors, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that was trying to give him an opportunity. Well, no, because it was, I think, what, what was, wasn't it one of what he was doing for Minister Society? It was the Hughes Brothers, yes. Yeah, he, he went off because I heard it. Because. He didn't like the way he was. The character was too too. I mean, conscious because he's supposed him. to be yeah, he's supposed, he's to, be supposed the to be a conscious character. Yeah. He said, "No, I don't like the direction." <laughs> they got into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, Pac was Pac. Pac though. was Andy Kaufman. <laughs> hey, come he was on. playing a role his entire career. Well, yeah, he was the method actor that became he, the method he actor. He was playing a role his entire career. Oh Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you niggas don't want to hear that. <laughs> I know. I know it's tough. It's your beloved Pac. First off, but again, don't don't compare it to 6ix9ine because again, on. he ain't no snitch. Takashi is a snitch, Y'all though. focused on one aspect. I was speaking on it one is not, part. But it's not about the... But that whole that one aspect can cancel the whole entire it thing. It is I'm not the same. I'm speaking on one part. It is not the The same. part of he got around some killers and started acting like a thug. No, but again, he, he probably had that on the inside of him the whole entire time. You don't know that. Uh, you don't know again, Takashi remember who, where he grew up at and who his mother what was. He didn't do shit. She did crack and shit. You you think he wasn't around in the streets and stuff? They gotta do shit. I mean, I'm pretty what sure he had shit? to fight. None of all has, his life he had to fight. You know what? Let y'all know you that. You know what? You know what? I have plenty of friends to do that too. You know what? They're not thugs. 
So that's nothing. They, they, they probably got the thug in them if you run up on them the right way. I'm pretty no, sure No, it's that. one thing the, the, to react to shit. It's another thing to outwardly go out and try to attack you. <laughs> so again, your premise is wrong. No, no. You're just not... We cannot compare him to Takashi 69 We are. I will not accept that. Fuck all that. That is fucking disrespectful. That is beyond disrespectful it's to not. all Pac fans. To who? You're being a Fuck troll. Pac. You're being a troll, and I don't like it. I do not like it Fuck at Pac. all. Fuck Pac. You know what? Fuck, Fuck you. Fuck Pac. Fuck Pac. Fuck you and... Fuck that nigga. <clears throat> I mean, rest in peace. But as far as him being a top rapper, MC, it's like, no, fuck that. He could be a legend, but I feel like his death is what mythologized him to a lot of people more than his actual music. No, I don't don't agree. Honestly, because celebrities... I never heard heard anybody talking about Pac being a great MC until that nigga died. Oh, you wasn't you wasn't into nigga yes I was nigga you was a child how you I know he <laughs> wasn't even listening to rap really at that time the only rap song I knew at that I time I was around was, nigga I was in the streets I remember these things me, um, you wasn't in the streets I was no, yeah why would I be in the streets my so. point is you wasn't okay. outside <clears throat> anywho so I know he wasn't but no, I, know I mean, but he, but he, like, he bust, yo, he that had fame and popularity from being an actor. Well, no, that was later on in his career. No, but he was acting he did, before that. No, he did Juice. He did Juice, but he also did A Different World. That was after Juice. That was around the same time. It wasn't. Yes, it was. It was around, no. It had he started to wearing been. that hat on the second album, so Juice was after his first album. It had to have been, but also he did uh, don't Digital matter. Underground. He, well, that was that was for all of that. <laughs> he was a digital, he was back a dancer for them before his he had a solo album. First of all, mm-hmm. that's how him and Tretch met. I see. Because him and Tretch met when Digital Underground went on tour to Queen Latifah. Because Tretch was a roadie for Queen Latifah before they went in uh, by Nature form. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, 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 we've had an interesting um, impromptu debate that lasted, what, about 20, 35 minutes? Not a debate to me. It Fuck. was, I mean. That nigga overrated. Sorry. It, <laughs> I just, we're going to pray for him, you guys. Pray no for prayer. him. This pray that he understands mind. that Pac is a legend. Okay? It's, it's, I it's okay. I, like I just said, y'all can say he's a legend, and I won't debate that part. Uh-huh. What I will debate is his skill as an MC. Which is specifically what I'm speaking to. Mm-hmm. He's not better than any t- any MC that I can name in my top fifteen and twenty. Sorry, he's just not. Okay, that's. Did he make good music? Sure, uh, I had Pac she, albums. She, she, I had Pac albums, so you know, like I, it's not like I didn't like his music. I mean, but you, but as you, far you as him, play like he, when we talk about all because he rhymed enemies and Hennessy. Every. Fucking Not every song. song. I, yo, you Nigga, even common point, even common shit. <laughs> common was over exaggerated no, too. Wasn't. A little bit. I can't. No, he probably wasn't. did that on like what four, five no, songs. Nigga. It was a lot. It was no. It was. I was just listening to a couple songs. It's the same thing. <laughs> I only recall four or five. You songs only recall because you're in that. denial. No. That nigga said that line no. so many times. Oh my times. god. No. Maybe. It was he, has a, he had a tendency. No, it was never part of the chorus. <laughs> I know. I, I, no, I was, I was making this shit up. Any word that ended with E, that was the thing. E. But as he did always put emphasis at the end of his words, like, 
It was always like, like anything with an E. Like, okay, Pac. I mean, I feel it. It goes, but. It was always the same thing. Yeah. But no, my point I was making, what we was talking about. Oh, no. I was saying, um, yeah, my dad was a Pac fan. Like, he was hurt when Pac But not. Like, he was hurt. Like, he cried. Like, he was. Man. And my dad don't cry. So it was. It was a little weird. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so for years, he didn't really listen to, like, are you listening? Like, nah, Jay-Z ain't nothing. Pac, Pac, Pac. Like, you know, shut the fuck up, dog. <laughs> oh, Especially when um, Pac dissed Jay-Z. Uh, he was like, yes, yeah, yeah, Pac told you, nigga. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. But my father was an R&B cat. Like, he's uh-huh. an R&B guy. Sade. Oh, Sade's my shit. Sade, Babyface. The Queen. Yes, Babyface. Um, who else? Um, Guy. Oh, yeah, so Teddy Fuck Riley. Like, he was all oh, into, like, that shit. Right. He's the person that put me up on Music Soul Child and Jill Scott. Oh, yeah. Like, that was Badu. the summer of my, my first year of college. They, they came out, and he put me on both of those. So, like, that's my father was that guy. He was an R&B guy. So, right. Even it wasn't until maybe in the last ten years that he really, really got into rap. Like this nigga be listening to some ratchet shit. Damn. <laughs> like hey. my, my stepmom, who was younger than him, be listening to her niece. She wasn't even listening to her need to beg her. My father put on a playlist with Wayne Drake and all this other shit. Talking about man, Kobe going. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> get your fifty year ass. What the fuck are you talking about, Dad? <laughs> that is too funny. Uh, oh really, father? God. Seriously, hey, Pop said he he trying to live his best life. Oh my, my father is funny, but no, my father he in his later on in life is when he really got into rap, and it's hilarious to tell to me. It always is, has been. Mm. Huh. Oh shit! So, so that was the to... longest opening intro, intro, intro. <laughs> oh shit! I, I still it's just all right. Fuck it. Thirty-seven minutes in. <laughs> wow! See, yeah, the this longest is, intro, intro, right. intro, intro, intro. I am Will K. the King, <laughs> and this is the Down with the King podcast, <laughs> episode fifty-six. Uh, sitting here alongside. Uh, yeah, that was the best. Um, yes, the the best thirty. Alongside minutes Ashley K. That was made thanks impossible. K. A. Y. This fucking annoyance. Yes. Yeah. brick wall, as you would talk, call it. I'm rocking my Janet Braids, the poetic justice. I just not like as cute or say, sexy. Just stop. It's people that like it, okay? Not on you. Um, <laughs> stop. The lies, the lies, the lies. Um, all right. So first and foremost, after we've gotten some jokes off. So first and foremost, I want to say rest in peace, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Oh, I want man. to say rest in peace to Jacob Blake. Um, rest in peace to Lou Olson. Uh, rest in peace to John Thompson. Um, it's been a lot of death this year. Um, of course, with COVID, with uh, with everything going on with COVID, and then we've also lost some people. You know, starting it with Kobe and. You know, it's just been a long fucking year. And so, was it last Wednesday? Maybe. Wednesday or Thursday. I'm on Twitter, and I'm scrolling. And uh, I see this tweet. And I'm 
This ain't real, but it's from his official Twitter account. Mm. And it's, a pre- it's basically a statement by his family saying that after a four-year-long battle with colon cancer, Chadwick Bozeman has passed away. And he passed away at home with his family. Um, and it hit me like, I'm sorry, what the fuck? First of all, who the fuck said he had cancer? Right. So you start to find out that he got diagnosed in 2016. This is before Black Panther. Yeah. Before a lot of shit. Avengers all, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he got diagnosed with stage three. So he was already at stage three when he got diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And from stage from that point on, as it escalated to stage four, he continued to produce movie after movie. The best movie. Black Panther to Avengers to fucking the, the Five, Five Bloods, Bloods to uh, uh, Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall to I can't remember what the other movie was. It was a, it was a few other ones that I'm forgetting, but the amount of work and effort he put in through numerous surgeries and treatments. And there was a, I know people had started to notice in the last year or so that he was getting smaller and there was some pictures that should come out where he just looked like he had lost a lot of weight. And I know a lot of people had assumed he was doing it for a part at that time, uh-huh. but nobody really was sure. There were a lot of people who were making jokes about him losing all his weight and stuff like that at the time on the internet. Cause that's what the internet does, especially on like Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause people just don't, they don't have any tact. And they, they see some shit and they just want to make a comment without really knowing what's going on. Right. So um, I remember that. And so it was crazy. Because so, like, it's always, first of all, the fact that his family was able to keep this shit to themselves. Whatever his circle is, is tight as hell. Because the fact is it never came out. It was never shout a Shout out leak. to y'all. Y'all it was get never a shout a out leak. for that. It was never even an inkling that he was sick. He didn't let on. And he was in, it starts to make more sense. Like when he would speak about going to see those kids in hospitals and how he would get emotional by it. And now you understand why it meant so much to him because of what he was dealing with himself. Mm-hmm. And just the, the, the ability for him to push through all of that, just to, to keep people, to keep entertaining us and continue to deliver this, these excellent performances and these movies is just speaks to the testament of him and his, of uh, his selflessness, um, his heart and his passion for what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we also found out that he had recently got he was able to marry his um his longtime girlfriend before he passed away. So that, you know, he want he that's something he wanted to do. So he they I guess they had been together since like twenty fifteen or something. Uh-huh. But they they were able to get married before he passed away. Right. Um I'm glad he got to pass away at home with his family at least. Like exactly. That. But it's it was it was like it hurt. Like it was like, damn, really? I didn't believe it when y'all y'all sent me the message because I was chilling with my homeboy and we were watching 100 Years and y'all homeboy. said that he passed. It's my homie. Homeboy. Not in that way. Homie love friend. <laughs> no. None at all. Uh, De'Aaron sent it in our group chat and it was like, he died. And I'm like, you're lying. But then when I started seeing like all this, I immediately went to Instagram because... I didn't really see nothing pop off on Facebook yet, but when I started seeing, because I follow a lot of celebrities. Yeah, I was the first person on my time to post it on Facebook. Like, but I knew it was real when I saw it come from his official, t- like it wasn't like it came from uh, Yeah, his official Instagram Because that's what the first time I saw it was somebody retweeting from his. And I was his, like, wait, who got access to his account? That's what I'm saying. Like, it was the first time I saw it was a retweet from his official account. Yeah, but so I mean, point, obviously like, one of his family members or wife had right, the phone. Right, I'm like, so. oh. And I'm glad the family was able to release a statement and kind of give and an insight. And not TMZ or any of those other 
places, but um, and it it kind of it just it, it take makes me taken back a little bit because not only did we lose him, we of course lost Kobe earlier this year, and it was strange to see uh, it was a picture of those two together that has been trending a lot because it's like who would have thought that we would lose those two people who made such an impact not only on just the black community but in communities all over the world it it's sad it's heartbreaking and even losing john lewis who's a civil rights pioneer and icon and activist like it's, it's it's too many good people that are dying yet we're still stuck with fucking people like zimmerman and trump and all these stupid racist ass cops that keep killing our own people because of the color of our skin. It just, I, I'm tapped. I don't know what to do at this point. I really don't. I, I just think that people just really need to to get it together because I don't think we have that much longer. I mean, we still got to live our life, but it it just doesn't look too promising at this point in time. So. You know, it was a bunch of tributes and a lot of emotional ones with a lot of people. Um, they ABC was able to put together a tribute, and I think the next night, where they played Black Panther and had yeah. a bunch of my mom was watching a bunch it. of actors and people that knew him. Um, you know, share comments and stuff, and it was it was really emotional um, to see. And if in fact an, an impact he had on people, it took I think Michael B. Jordan took a while to post anything like a few days because he mm-hmm. was so hurt because they had known each other since they were teenagers. Like yeah, because they auditioned for the same soap opera together. I well, think. yeah, he was yeah he so he knew him for a long time. So, um, but Mr. Omari Hardwick, okay. did you see his kind his his Instagram post? I did not. All right, so I'm gonna read this first. Let me get your thoughts. I didn't have enough time. So he posted a picture, I guess it was the night that Omari won an award or something. I think it was an Emmy or some shit, right? Uh-huh. And I guess they hugged because I guess they were in the same category. I don't remember. I didn't have enough time that faithful night to share what I whispered to you. So now I will. But not before sharing what you said first. You said, Q, go claim that award that's had your name on it from the gate, from the morning, more moment I met you. I whispered back, thank you, Bose, for being a superhero I knew you were newer from the moment I met you. Then I quickly added, we still got to do that movie together, and you replied back. I hear you whispering more than ever, my dearest brother of the Black Panther. One of my biggest honors was being one of your biggest competitors and even a bigger friend. You are hugely missed. But I got to got you next to me even more on the rest of this run. A wise man once told me, in the kingdom, no crown is wasted. When one man drops his crown, another man picks it up. Pick it up, oh. Folk, okay. So here's my thing. So you know he's getting killed, because... When was y'all ever competitors, nigga? <laughs> that, that, that threw me off. I was like, comp- okay, so it might be, a, it, it, it honestly could be an actor thing because in... in when the is they ever part, competing for the same thing, though? They could have been auditioning. They could have been up for the same part, honestly. That happens a lot more than you know. I'm just saying. You know what? You know how, okay, so you don't watch anime, so you don't. So there is a... Um, I have watched Sailor Moon and Pokemon. That, that was the count. closest I got. Okay, not All even right, Power so Rangers. That's not anime. 
Um, but they they were in Japanese. That is that's not what anime. Anime is. I know it's cartoons, animation, but animation. So okay, it's not. <laughs> it's oh, just a TV okay. show. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. All right, is the so in Naruto, there is so it's Kakashi Sensei who was Naruto Sensei, and there's did you say Takashi? Kakashi, Kakashi. Oh, first, I was of all. about to say don't oh. ever don't ever sully the name of Kakashi Sensei. Oh, but you would compare him to Tupac though. I said Kakashi Sensei. I ain't saying shit about Takashi. Yeah, no, but I you said, said don't compare him to Takashi. I said, but you don't compare sus- Takashi. I said don't sully the name. Kakashi is the copy ninja, and he's that nigga. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, Here's the thing. oh, but you had a nerd to compare Hold him to Tupac though. Because I don't fucking care about Pop. Whatever the case may be. We're fight. We gonna fight. Whatever the case may be. So Guy Sensei is the teacher of Rock Lee, Mister These Hands for Days. Whatever the case may be. Rock, Guy views. Kakashi as his rival. Kakashi largely ignores him. <laughs> like he'll make comments like, my favorite rival on Kakashi be like, the fuck you say? <laughs> like he ignores him all the time. Like he does not acknowledge him at all. Mm-hmm. Like as far as when it comes to the whole rivalry thing. But that's something that guy really like, he's like, oh my God, you're my rival. And he's like, sorry, who are you again? Like that's how he treats him. Like they're friends. Uh-huh. Now, but like when they first, he first had it, he was like, the fuck you talking about? Uh, but he still ignores him wherever he brings it up. This is how I feel it is. Because let's be clear. You did Power, which I'm going to be clear. I've only seen so many episodes. Of, you think acting, it's ghetto, but, but you, no, 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 you're that's not. That's never, it's never been about a ghetto thing. First of all, I don't like 50 Cent. First of all. Okay, like, yeah, I give you that because I don't all, fucking like 50 Cent Also, either. I'm sorry, but Mario Hardwick ain't never been a great actor to me. <laughs> He's just not. I would say I have never that role fit him. I have, it fit because it didn't require him to be a great actor. That's why that role fit him. The acting on that show has been largely trash for the entire run. No. Yeah. You, you, you By him, yes. By who? The guy who's supposed to be the lead role on the show. Ghost? I mean, no, but he had Tommy, and then he had Kane. My and he point had exactly. Ghost, though, okay, well, yeah, specifically Ghost was, tr- okay, okay. was a terrible character, yeah, no, uh, and he was a terrible actor at it, which is my point. I don't think his acting was terrible it fit for that him, role but his role it was rec- trash. It did not require him to work that hard. He was a I'm trash saying. ass So actor. my point, my point, that's your, that's your role. That's your, like, epitome role for you. Yeah. That's the best thing you've done. Okay. 42. Thurgood Marshall, James Brown. Get on the. Okay, I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Nigga, you ain't never been my competition. No, Maybe when I was but 17. Back earlier, but earlier when, on, you gotta understand that when, Omarion, they, they kind of started off when, in the same years. They could they could have possibly. When. When they were auditioning for sitcoms and TV shows. When. I'm just. <laughs> You do not. But you can't bring that up when he dies. Okay, I get it. He made it seem like y'all lifelong rivals, dog. <laughs> he made it seem like we've been neck and neck all these years, dog. <coughs> Look, <laughs> that was, yeah, you did reach on that part. Wait, wait, you made it seem like this nigga been your lifelong rivals and y'all been like, rival and y'all been going head to head. Okay, he like, did. Oh, I got Omar, one. I got he, you now. Like, no, nigga, he, no. He did do a little bit. <laughs> Reaching, that's why I was, was, I was taken back by that. But I was like, okay, but what the fuck you talking about? I mean, let's not take away from the man's experience. He got to have a word with Chad, so let that's fine. Yes, he got a word. He's lucky the security didn't take him away. Stupid. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my kid. god! 
I needed that laugh, but nigga, what the fuck, dog? <laughs> he said, what are the biggest competitors like? <laughs> My biggest competitors? <laughs> Uh, I mean, because honestly, will, it will be you'll be surprised how many of the famous actors oh, no. are going out for the I same role. I know that, but here's the difference. Uh-huh. I'm reaching out to Chadwick for a role. Your agent's calling me to audition for you to audition. <laughs> I mean, but also before he got to that status, though, starting out, he had to audition with. I'm them. sure he did. So, however. Denzel Washington paid for me to go to a program at Oxford. It didn't include you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, our, but he also had a homeless, you our, know, our, come our, up look, story. Our outlook, you know. was, our outlook was different. Stop it. Stop it. It just was. Oh, I'm look sorry. be great. He can't. That's his fault. He's not great. Armani Harwood is not a great actor. He's not. Women like him because they think he's attractive. That's, uh, the extent, yeah, I guess. that's the extent of his appeal. I mean, uh, I mean, he, he he's making coin off of that is, I, I'm not, this. That is, I don't begrudge him. I am making a, I am giving my opinion. Okay, well, then go ahead. Get, get I am not, opinion. I don't begrudge him. You get your coin, you get your money. I'm all for that. But let's be clear, sir. Now, nor have you ever... <laughs> Look, he that man wanted to express what was on his heart and probably get a little bit of the spotlight. Let him just, yeah. The fact that your heart was about you. I'm sorry. I tried to defend you, Omaria, but yeah, you you Your act. heart was like, yo, give yourself the credit. <laughs> The one thing you highlighted. Uh, the worst part is the video you posted is about when you won. Oh, God, wait. No, you didn't. Oh, that's what I said. No. The video was the night he won an award. Oh, and that's oh, the video he chose I, to post okay. and put the caption on. Okay. So he made this oh, about my, him. Yeah, I can't defend you no Take more. I'm sorry. You whack for that. You are whack. You ain't got no other that, picture bro. with y'all together. It's the one night that you won. Uh, yeah, Omar, I, I, tried. <laughs> I tried to defend you, but no, you, you're you whack as hell for that, bro. You're whack. This nigga right here. Uh, it's tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. Fucking competition. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Another laugh. <laughs> so... Summer Walker. Oh, wait. Does she have a new um, meal plan for the No, trip? no. <laughs> now she's telling women um, what they shouldn't be doing when it comes to child support. So, oh. I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. Another list. So, um, Eliza Moraine, Eliza Rain, she's one of the, I guess, the most recent future baby mama. He was denying the kid. Um, and the, and the courts, they went to court over child support. And the court is requiring him to pay 53K a month. Wow. But the reason, so somebody posted, like a shade room was sorry, somebody posted it, and Summer Walker commented saying, see these chicks is just taking advantage of these dudes, who the fuck need $53,000 a month, blah, 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 blah. The issue with that is that she don't know shit about what's going on. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. And so Eliza Rain got pissed off, and she's like, okay, look, you clearly comment no shit you don't know shit about, so I'm about to school your dumb ass. And so she makes a bunch of these posts, and basically she's like, look, you can't get mad at him, me. I didn't ask for the 53K. 
The way it works is when you go to court, you have to submit a fucking information about your income. He didn't. He refused to submit income. I submitted mine's day one. So then, what happens in Florida is that if they you don't submit it, they they what they do is they do a reasonable assumption of income, mm. and so they can take your information from for that you report to Forbes or any of that shit, and they can base it off that until you submit real information. Wow! And so because of what you submitted to Forbes, that's what they base the money off of. I didn't ask for that amount. Right. I was I asked for a much lower amount, but he didn't want to submit the paperwork that he didn't submit. So that's his fault. Mm-hmm. I don't I never asked for 53K. So second of all, how are you trying to tear me down and, and talk shit about me when your baby daddy, your, your, your boyfriend just put a baby in another chicken and ain't claiming it? Mm-hmm. Talk about shit in your own house. Talk oh. about that. Mm-hmm. No, that, London on the track, that nigga. He that, got that, he got ooh, that's hot tea, baby. Ooh. So ooh. Summer Walker has a tendency to speak about shit she don't know shit about. This is also the same chick that uh, advised you to feed your children. So wait, so she went from a, I look, y'all say I don't know shit about kids. Now I'm going to tell you about how much money y'all kids should cost y'all. Because remember, this goes, speaks to, it's an extension. This is an extension from a meal plan. Because look, if your kid only eat the shit I told you about, then they damn sure only need 53K a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because all they don't need to eat is what? They apple. should only need, you should only have to pay like twenty dollars at most. Like, no, hers was a dollar and sixty. I'm saying for a month, like a month, like <laughs> she, she really only needs. Like if you really think about it, they only really need twenty. To break it down for all for one apple, one pear, and a pea. I, I think a, like a singular because she didn't specify, so she said pea. So she, she probably a singular pea, and that way <laughs> you can feed a child all those three things. For a whopping one dollar sixty-seven cents a day. <laughs> All right. Oh, somebody celebrity should not. Speaking of celebrity shenanigans, so and we talked about this before the pod because somebody had posted it on Twitter. So we talked about before that Dr. Dre's wife had filed for divorce. Oh, and so her initial thing was she had said that there was no prenup. That's what she claimed. Dr. Dre struck back and said, no, there is a prenup. You signed it. Her response to that is she claimed that he tore it up in front of her as a, as a, a de- declaration of his love for her, is what she said. Oh, and my thought was, yeah. you fell for that? Because you are the lawyer. If he doesn't legally right. tear, tear it up, it don't matter. I can tear a piece of paper. A bad lawyer. That don't mean shit. I tore up a copy of something that's still illegal um, that's in the court. Mm-hmm. Records, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> that don't mean a damn thing. Hello. Did you see me go to the court and actually get rid of it? Right. If not, because I'm sure if, if he got rid of the, um, actually got rid of it, you probably would have had to sign off on something. Mm-hmm. So now, I guess, I guess previously, I guess she's now coming out or she's her next uh, recourse was to, I guess she started uh, throwing out sus- suspicions of abuse or something. Which oh. some people are going to come on and probably automatically believe because Dr. Dre does have a history from the whole situation with D. Barnes or whatever. And there are people that won't let him live that down. And I get it, but that's going to be a thing. So a lot of people are going to automatically believe her. But with that being said, um, it just came out. TMZ put out what she's asking for in spousal support. Oh, please. Please do read the details. Okay. This is almost like going to a university. Okay, so I'm going to put this up. I'm going to. Let me get, I mean, where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Because I saved it. I just want to get you guys thoughts on this shit. 
Because, I mean, if that's the case, that sounds like financial aid assistance. All right, so she's asking for around $2 million a year. And the amount, basically, is the, to be exact, is $1.936.399 or some shit like that. $399. Something like that. Okay. Whatever the case may be, so $2 million. So this is the breakdown of what she's looking for. A hundred, I'm sorry, $10,000 a month for laundry and cleaning. I want you to put a pin in that part. And you can see why in a minute. Clothing, $135,000 a month. <laughs> Wait, a now, month though. Go, go, go back. We just said you're going to do laundry for $10,000 a month. And my question being is, if you're spending $135,000 a month on clothes, what the fuck oh, are you cleaning? Man. What are you cleaning for $10,000? I'm confused. I mean, she got a lot of, for those $162,000 clothing that she's going to be buying a month. Yeah, that's, you see how much laundry so education, for tuition and living expenses, $60,000 a month. I'm confused on who's going to college. That's what I'm saying. Also, she, she's this, a, is, this sounds like a university. She's, like She's a lawyer. You're I'm so confused. Campus. She literally did this like... She's already a lawyer, so I'm confused on whose education is $60,000 a month. Hers, apparently. Entertainment. 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 $900,000 a month. And my question to that is this. Oh, man. My question to that is this. She probably got... Who the fuck are you booking, Drake, nigga? Uh, she probably got some strippers that's going to be coming through. Who strippers you spending $900,000 on? I mean, she probably go, Bitch, got a only, okay. private you, strip club, I don't, VIP look, members. Nigga, you booking Drake or Rihanna to play in your living room? I mean, she probably Char- Charitable, no, this is the funny one. Charitable donations, or no, charitable contributions, $125,000 a month. So let me be clear. You want me to give you money for then you to give that money to a charity. Why can't you just give the charity your own? Why do you have to? If you're going to donate, you're going to be donating your own money. <laughs> and my question is, how does all of that add up to $2 million? And No, if you add all these things up, because the, the, with the expense for the fucking entertainment. I feel like there, that would be over $2 million. It's, it's just under $2 million. Are you sure? Nine hundred thousand, one hundred twenty-five thousand, one hundred thousand. Is that a month though? These are all a month. So it's two dollars. It's two million a year. Okay. Yeah, it adds up to just under. Cause that nine hundred thousand a month though, that's not. That's gonna take it over, ain't it? You're right. This might be two million a year. That's why I'm saying like this is two million the a math month? ain't right. That don't. That's two million. Yeah, I'm confused. I think he, that that sounds like two, two million, million a, a month. month. It's two million a month. Okay, so you're right. It's two million a month. What the fuck? <laughs> That's still like what? So two times twelve. So she wants twenty four million a year. A year. Hmm. I'm confused. For, for, so again, entertainment nine thousand a month. Chamber contributions. <laughs> Why are you donating my sure. money? <laughs> Am I getting the tax credit? <laughs> no, because apparently she she wants to donate to a charity. Hundred thousand dollars a month for mortgage. Telephone, cell phone, and email, $20,000 a month. I, there are, every company has an unlimited plan. I think she's, she's running a side hustle. She's got a strip club for every, entertainment. She's got a cell I, I, phone I don't, company. How many phones are you talking? Uh, she probably sells them on the low. She like, could be one of those warehouses. You trying to get me to pay for phones for your whole business? Hey, it's a pandemic. People are trying to flip and hustle any old kind Nigga, of Nigga, every company has unlimited. At the most, you but pay $400 at Verizon. 
a month. But even still. None of this shit makes sense. Email free. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. What the fuck? What? <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, You know, more power to her, I guess. Like, hey. No, not really. Cause it's, then, it's ambitious as hell, I guess. But, but. that speaks to that. So she's been married to him for that long, and now while all of a sudden, where are you getting the the urge to want to even have the balls to ask for that amount of money? Well, it's this whole idea. So here's the thing: with when it comes to spousal support, so here's the thing: he has to support her way of life anyway. Uh-huh. That's required by California law if you've been there for over ten years. That's a requirement. Oh, for over ten years. It's over ten years. Once you're 10, oh, Cal- I'm gonna make a note of that. So in California, I choose to get married in, hypothetically. In California, once you've been married I'm for ten years, you have to. He has to maintain her lifestyle. Does he have to be a, a resident of California? Mm, they're they're well. He yes. They have to be residents. Of okay, so I have to make sure he gets his license and stuff yes, changed. Yes, you, you guys over. have to be married in California. And yep. as soon as that ten mark hits, that's the reason why. If you remember back when Tom Cruise and his original wife got divorced, it was right before the ten year anniversary. Oh, yep. Because like, he wasn't about to pay that. Nicole Kidman, when they got divorced, it was yeah, right Nicole Kidman, because he wasn't finna pay that it, shit. Right, it was right. Yeah, it's yeah. Once you get ten years, but he has Scientology. He has he has to shit. he has to support her for the rest of her life. That is a requirement. <laughs> but this number is fucking ridiculous. It is. It is. Cause I can. So get that it. now that now it all makes sense as to why she's even asking for that ridiculous amount of money. Okay. Well, even if she's at like, it's one thing to support your lifestyle. I don't. I can guarantee if he goes look back at her previous expenses. I don't know. If she spent twenty four million dollars. We don't ever see her nowhere. Where's she going? She don't go nowhere. Yeah. I only never seen her on TMZ nowhere. I mean, she probably hosts backyard barbecue parties. I'm telling you, she Not is running a low key strip club <laughs> and a cell phone company all out in her mansion. What is she a Chaldean about? <laughs> 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 like, Welcome to the shop. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, so huh. what's next on the menu? Before we get into something serious, nepotism. Nepotism. So, I guess my question is, and it's come up because, so, you know, Sweetie, right? Their artist, Sweetie. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do you know who she's related to? I don't know who she's related to, but I know who she dates. She's Quavo's girlfriend. She's also Gabrielle Union's cousin, and Sorry. um, somebody is some other producer's um cousin too. Oh wow! So, then so is that had, producer related to Gabrielle Union too? I don't or? know. I don't okay. know. But whatever the case may be. So the thing came up because she did an interview. I think it was Diesel Zamiro, and they were like, you know, so did you ask for your cousins? Or she's like, no, I like doing stuff on my own, so I really didn't ask for their help. I went to do it on my own. They even like was like, yo, why didn't you say anything when you was doing music? Because they just kind of heard my singles. Like, oh, shit, my cousin doing music. Why didn't you like, come to us and ask us for something or whatever? And she said, you know, I just I just didn't feel I, I just felt better just doing it on my own stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people applauded her and shit like that. But my, and a lot of people asked the question, but why? And the reason I say it and we say it is because white people have been getting over on nepotism for years. Why the fuck is it the problem when black people do it? Exactly. Whenever black people do something or they get an advantage it's viewed as the hookup or it's viewed as you kind of just getting over on somebody else or getting off of somebody else's work. But 
it's when white people do it, it's considered old hat. Donald Trump didn't work at Daniel's Life, and he, he got a million dollar loan, um, um, uh, money from his dad just from just off a of GP to start his businesses. He didn't have to start from the ground up. But then he ended up getting that bankrupt too, didn't he? He went bankrupt multiple times. When you already once you already there, it's easy to get money back. Right. Once you already got a hotel and shit, like it's not. I can get that shit. Like I have that. I own property. Once I own property and shit, you can do. So you can leverage that as much as you can. Once you actually own it, I own the land, motherfucker. So what you gonna do to me? So you always have that leverage. But it just seems like when black people, when black people have opportunities or they have advantages or they have situations where they can get an advantage for reaching out to somebody, it's always this whole thing where we have to have pride in lifting ourselves through our, from our bootstraps, by our bootstraps or something like this shit. Like there's some pride in the work and it's like, nigga, if you got an opportunity to make your path easier, make that shit easier, dog. I think because me, me and my best friend had this conversation like maybe a month ago when we were hanging out where it's just like, that's also in where black families are so quick to kick their kids out at the age of 18 and all this other stuff like, um, you see Chaldeans and... You white people. Are, yeah, but... It's so many cultures that their their families they all live in like their their yep. kids still live with them sense. unless they get married but that's uh, it's for financial reasons and yet when it happens in the black community it is seen as something shameful where it's like oh you a broke bitch because you live with your mom or 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 if you do or the black family they kick you out or if you do live with them they're making you pay rent true like I had to pay rent the last few years I lived with my parents interesting and it's like. It's cool, I guess, but because in their mind, my dad's mind is like, well, you ain't paying what you would normally pay. It wasn't like I was paying like a whole bunch. I mean, I'd be paying him like a couple hundred a month, but still, uh-huh. at the time, I couldn't afford, I didn't even like have it like that, but I didn't have a real expense other than my car. So I, it still wasn't, it was still a benefit as far as what I would have been paying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think with black people, they try they have this thing where they go, it's always this thing about teaching, teaching you how it's going to be in a quote unquote real world, but like, uh, it's just, it's different. Um, because I just feel like we 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 stun our own advantages a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that was also taught to like to basically keep black people enslaved. Do you think you believe that 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 was a part of? A well, I think it's, it's part of an indoctrination. I think it's we've black people have been taught the myth that if you work hard, hard work is the advantage is mm-hmm. that if you don't work hard for it, it's not it's not it's not if you reach success and you didn't work hard for it somehow you're it's not it's not as rewarding. Mm-hmm. But white people have basically been taught. Yo, get to success however you need to get the fuck there. Yeah, cheat the system. Boy. Whatever the case may be. It, and we're going to speak about cheating the system in a, in a, mm-hmm. in a minute, actually. White people has basically been taught... It, it, the, the difference is this. White people live by the mantra of getting, gaining an advantage however you can. Black people have been taught... Fight, 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 push, push. All my life I have to like, fight. It's this whole thing as if you ain't... If it ain't, if it ain't hard, you ain't... It ain't it ain't worth it, and it's like yeah no. Sometimes the easy route is sometimes a good thing. Why am I gonna make my make my like my path harder? That doesn't make fucking sense. But black people tend to do that more, whereas white people are always looking for the shortcut. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of times there are a lot of times the shortcut is open for them. Like we're going down the same path. It's like me and you driving down the same road and we try to get somewhere. And then some guy off the side of the road was like, hey, white guy, come this way. And you right there. That's kind of that's how it's been. Mm-hmm. It's always largely presented where it's like the black person on the other side might be like the black parent might be like, hey, yo, come this way. And it's going to take you a longer way to get there. It's like, what the fuck? Why would, why would you do this? Right. So, yeah, it's that whole idea that, oh, when you're 18, you got to get out of my house. And it's like, but why? It's it's also black uh, black parents specifically. Like, look, there's um, we always joke about the differences between growing up in a black household versus a white household, mm-hmm. and we always joke about the, the the thing that black kid white kids get too much leeway, whereas black kids don't get any leeway. Right. So, for example, I got in trouble because my sister, and my my sister and her friends and my cousin, my brother, and they were always going my room. Every time. And it was like driving me fucking nuts because we always take something. Something always end up missing. My room be a mess or something. It was always annoying as shit. So at one point, and mind you, this is, I'm in college. I'm like 21 at this time. Mm-hmm. I bought a lock. A, a lock that locked from the inside with a key. Once I got in trouble, my dad took my door off the hinge. Mm-hmm. You can't have a locked door in my house. I'm like, what? <laughs> there is no sense of privacy in a black household when you're a child. Or even an adult. I was 22. Wow. Well, like I was five. Luckily, because I, I, like, once my dad left, I was raised by my mama, who was white. So I luckily was able to have my door closed, but I couldn't have the music up too loud, this, that, and the thing. Yeah, it was, it's this whole idea that you, and this whole, and look, I get, like, the whole, you can't have a locked door. And it's like, the shit, the only reason I got my own room Cause me and my brother shared rooms for all of our lives until mm-hmm. the summer before my, my freshman year at high school. We always had the basement, the guest room in the basement, and I just one summer, I just summer, I just started sleeping down there and wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. And finally, they just said it's your room because they weren't even just gonna give me a room. Like they weren't. Gonna, I like I, I I'm 14. I should have my own room. But go to high school, I should have my own room. Me and my brother had bunk beds and all kinds of shit when he was kids. Uh, no, no. I said no. All like I feel sorry for you. So it was like. Done. Yo, I can't have my own room? What the fuck? Mm. So, yeah, it wasn't until I finally just said, I'm going to go in downstairs and I'm going to start sleeping down here. And eventually they said, okay, you can have the room. Like, it wasn't like they was like, just like, hey, gung-ho about it. I just kind of claimed it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like this whole idea that black kids always have these extra rules on them. Um, and so any type of advantage or advantage. That, like, my thing is, it wasn't like my father had to, like, put my, and to me, to, 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 I'll say this, to my dad's credit, my dad, like, put me at 18. Mm-hmm. He wasn't that dad. That wasn't him. My right. dad comes, and I'll say this, my family is not the same as everybody else. Yes, I did have to pay rent, but it wasn't like rent, like, like what you pay if you actually go and pay rent. Right. Also, looking at it like this, I mean, it wasn't like I paid for food or anything like that, at least not for the most part. So I am eating there and shit like that. So, I mean, I can understand helping out. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a fucking adult. I was working. So it wasn't that big a deal. I can say compared to most kids I know growing up, especially black kids, I had it pretty good because my family and it's because my grandma was the same way. My dad has always been the same way. As long as you are have we long as we have a place, you have a place to go. Mm-hmm. So if I fall on hard, if I lose my job tomorrow and I lose my apartment, right. I can go back to my parents old house and have somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Or go to my dad's and he'll let me stay there. Right. Like I know that. And it's happened it my happened with my brother. When my brother didn't have nowhere to go, he ended up back at our old house. Mm-hmm. Like that's my and that's the reason my dad is part of the reason my well, he's gonna move back to that house eventually, but 
as long and my grandma was the same way. My she as long as her kid as long as she had her house, her kids had somewhere to go. And no matter how old they were, if they needed a place to stay, you can come stay here because that's what family does. Yeah, that's what my mom like. You know, a few times she let me back in where I had to stay, but. I mean, now I'm helping her out now. I've been helping her out since her um, boyfriend had passed, like, a few years ago. So, I mean, it, and in the meantime, it was able to help me, like, save on stuff. So, it's a benefit for that. But I do miss having my own spot. I do. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's cool. I, I get that as, as a black people, we, we're used to struggle. Mm-hmm. And somehow we feel like that struggle makes you stronger. But I, some, I somehow feel like we create struggle. And struggle is one thing that you don't need to create. You're gonna, if you're going to struggle, you're going to struggle. Right. But I don't think what we should be doing for our kids is somehow creating a false sense of struggle just to try to make them stronger. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we try to do when we do this whole, you got to be at my house at 18 type shit. That shit, kicking your kid out on the street if they ain't got nowhere to go and they ain't got a job or whatever. Because first and foremost... Who the fuck you know getting a job at 18 is going to get them enough money to pay for an apartment? Yeah. Especially if they're not going to college. Like, if they're going to college, that's one thing. If they're going to be living on campus for the most part, that's fine. But, what the fuck? Right. Like, it just don't, it just, and so, I feel like part of when we talk about building generational wealth and, and building up stuff that we didn't have in the black community in this country Mm-hmm. part of that is also giving our own people advantages. Right. And that means that, yo, yo, whatever you're trying to do, let's say, look, because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. If all of my nieces and nephews, when I had the money, all my nieces and nephews going to have money put up for them. Right. And it's for whatever they want to do. If, if it's going to be for a college fund or if they don't have enough money scholarship wise, cause I don't want, I don't want them to get too deep into loans mm-hmm. cause that shit ends up being something that's going to follow you forever. If you, it's, it's just annoying. Right. Or if they say, you know what? Hey uncle, I got this business idea or I get this idea for something I want to do. All right, cool. Let's look into it. And it's not going to be out. Cause I'm not going to be one of the people that's going to give you a bunch of money and not actually help you get established. Right. Cause I can give you some money, but that don't help. They don't do shit. If I don't give you the knowledge and information you need to get established. Mm-hmm. So you come to me with an idea. I'm going to help you out. And that's for any of my nieces and nephews. Or if I have, when I have kids, if I have kids, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. I'm going to put you in a position where you can win. I'm not going to put you in a disadvantage. So I was like, Hey, I'm going to give you this. Or I'm going to tell you what to do, but not give you the capital to do it. Because the reality is without capital, none of that shit means anything. Right. So I think that's what we have to get in the habit of doing more so is putting our kids in a position, an event, advantageous position in the black community, as opposed to trying to manufacture a struggle that they have to go through because somehow it makes it more worth it. I, I just think that's, that's counterproductive. And that's the reason why a lot of our kids and a lot of um, young people in the black community end up at a disadvantage a lot of times, because if they don't go to school or they don't finish school, then what? And even if they go to school, when they come out of school, they're going to have loans. They're not going to be in a position where they can just come out and work and make enough money to live off of right away. It's not always common. Coming out of college, unless you have some experience or you, you luckily get an internship or somewhere that's going to lead to something, you lucky if you're coming out making 30, 40 grand off, off rip. That's just, that's just the way it is in the job market, especially nowadays. So especially for black people. So mm-hmm. we have to put our, I think we have to get out of the habit of putting our kids into issues, situations where it's like, we're kind of making them kind of broke that's not existent. Instead, 
put them in a position where they can they look boost them up. Let them hey, right. if they got to look. I'd rather have you walk on my climb on my shoulder climb on my shoulders as opposed to me how you walk over. Walk I think over. it's people. It's just we we have so many like traumas that we have to break and like heal from that it's just we have such a negative outlook on just a lot of stuff in the black community. Yes, like we're we're making progress, but we still need to make more progress and people get all up in arms about well you does being negative if we're sitting up there calling out the things that need to be you know fixed in a black community like it has to be dealt with in order for us to progress so speaking of getting off on um advantages uh-huh. did you hear this uh story about jessica krug uh remind me of who she is again so jessica krug um is a professor of African African story African stories studies at George Washington University, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, George Washington University. So, George, Jessica Krug. Apparently has been posing as a Puerto Rican black woman, a black Puerto Rican. <laughs> oh, woman. I did see the article for that. So yes, she's she's been posing as a black Puerto Rican woman oh for years. Oh Lord Jesus! However, she is just a white Jewish woman from Kansas. From but she's been posing as a black Puerto Rican woman from Brooklyn Another or from the Rachel Bronx or some shit. Oh, but in case of Rachel, Rachel could pass a little bit. Yeah, this chick when you look at her. Ain't nobody, anybody who actually made sense didn't, wouldn't have thought she was black Puerto Rican. So who bought into that, though? Apparently, and also apparently a lot of the people that are caping up for her are black men. Oh, is that, why? Because black men are stupid. uh A lot of them. Oh, it it must be a light-skinned thing, probably. I don't know. But yeah, she she. So what happened is a lot of people were apparently people have been suspicious for years, mm-hmm. and so uh, another a scholar at the university decided to approach some other people. And they did some research, made some phone calls, and found out. And so in order to get ahead of it, she just crew herself posted her own article on themedium.com, basically outing herself because she wanted to get ahead of the story, essentially. Mm. And she basically said, "I don't, I don't deserve to be. I, I'm not a vulture. I'm a, I'm a super vulture or some shit like that." Like what? she was trying to, basically, she was calling herself out to try to get like credit for calling herself out, okay. basically. Oh, that type of deal. Okay. Like, oh yeah, I, I was wrong. I was so wrong. I was terribly wrong. Well, I should sure be, you were. I should be bastardized were. and uh, like, nigga. <laughs> like, no, you're still about to get dragged. Calm huh? down, sir. Calm down. <laughs> but it just speaks to. So it speaks to a couple things. So what's going to happen is this. Like she won like awards and shit for like her books on African studies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like she's finalist for awards and shit like that. So what's going to happen is this. First of all, we got to we have to acknowledge the reason why shit like this happens. Right. And the only way, only reason shit like this actually happens in the case of her in the case of Rachel Dolezal. The only reason this shit happens is because of their proximity to whiteness. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is this. You can't just be a white woman and say tomorrow I'm going to be black because <laughs> the only way that works is if you're light-skinned. 
or if you can pass for light skin. But it's also the same reason why so many uh, white passing people mm-hmm. get certain advantages over people who can't pass for white. So even if you're black, you're light skinned, but you're like really, really fair skinned mm-hmm. and you can pass for white, you're going to get certain advantages that other people aren't, right. especially from white people. But what's going to happen is there are going to be white people who, because there are white people that believe black people have advantages. Yeah, which is... It's the same white people that always argued... Black, over, they say black privilege. Or, yeah, or they argued uh, against, like, affirmative action course, and shit like that, Of course, because that's reverse racism. Or, like, yeah, those people. The people that, that say that black people already have a privilege. Uh-uh. First of all, I'm going to correct y'all. It is a privilege to be black. It, but hello. As, but inherently in this country and in this world, black people do not have any privilege over white people. All right. I have to fight to get a little bit. You are handed it. Because of your, my, I have the, I have a disadvantage because of the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, I can't get, the, I can't get rid of that. But she was a white person, does not have that. Nobody's ever gonna walk in a room. You're not gonna walk in a room. People say, oh shit, he's white. Let me not. I want to talk to him. Right. That's not how that works in this world. Me, on the other hand, I can walk in a room and they say they can look at me different just because I'm black. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Oh, you don't that's get colored. Oh my god. You don't get those same looks. He and must so be that, a killer. That first oh, of all, first of all, we yeah, gotta shoot him. People have uh, automatic assumptions about me and everything. So, yes, you're right. You have an advantage as a white person. I do not. I fight for the advantages mm-hmm. I have. But with that being said, you people, there are people that are going to try to make it seem like that we have an advantage because she used her, her, her made-up identity as a Puerto Rican black woman mm-hmm. to get some of my advantages. Like, no, the reason she got advantages is because even though she was posing as a Puerto Rican black woman, the issue is that she was supposed to be a fair-skinned Puerto Rican black woman, which allowed her to get certain advantages because her proximity to whiteness, mm-hmm. which is really what it boils down to is that is the closer you are to white skin, the more acceptable you are. It's the exactly. entire concept of house nigger. Yep. You are fair skin. indentured servants. Which you are a fair skin. You are, you, you look, you look closer to me. I want to associate with people who are further away from the sun. You melanated people, I can't get with that. But you people who, who understand my plight as a person who has this pale skin, hey, come over here. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. Wow. I just want to say, fuck Jessica Krug. Oh, and speaking of um, people posing as black people, Talcum X. I mean, oh. I mean, uh, <laughs> Sean um, Sean oh, King. That, I, mean, uh, I saw that. Ray, I was Ray, laughing. Ray Dolezal. Um, I so, was laughing at Sean that, King. That Sean King. Sean King. Did. Sean King. Mister Sir. So did you see what he did? The email he sent out. Uh yes. Okay. So Sean King. Apparently he's done. He's done this before. Mm-mm. So the day after Chadwick died, he sent out an email, and the first paragraph was like, Ooh. "Hey guys, I'm just checking in to see how you guys, everyone's doing. I know it's been rough." Well, brother Chadwick passed, and you just you just never know how 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 swift life can go, and blah blah blah. And the no. next paragraph is my book, blah blah. So basically, he took that moment to say. But he had, he did he outdid Omarion. But apparently, this is not the first time he's done this. Apparently, anytime somebody dies, oh he'll do that. Where he'll send out an email to Are his like list to sell, and you're like my book, and blah 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 blah. And it's like. So you're Nigga, capitalizing what? off of a death. You're Kevin capitalizing off somebody's death. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'm going to slap you. You're going to slap that mic. 
Whatatsu. <laughs> Mic check. Yeah. So whatever the case may be. Talcomax. Yeah, I saw somebody paint that picture. Mister, I don't know. My mother claimed my father was a light-skinned black man. Sir, you're a white boy. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, he kind of... But the confusing thing is, is he don't look white, but he No, he does. Like... He just has a black haircut. <laughs> if you really think about it... It could be, like, extra he just real, has... real light skin. No, he is white. I mean, yeah. It's I the mean, haircut. It's just, yeah. We've seen white boys who have a black haircut. Okay, it has... Has there been pictures? And the glass, yes, there are kid, pictures of him when he was a kid. He's a okay. white boy. <laughs> I need to see a picture of him when he was a kid so I can compare it. Because I, I have yet to see it. So, I mean, but, yeah, I I just, I, I can't, and I also can't stand Dr. Umar because he's basically a, a talcum ex himself. Well, no, like, he's just a, a, he's just an extorter. Extorter. But they're they're both extorters, but for yeah. different reasons. Mm-hmm. That's a white boy. That's a white kid. That is Marshall Mathers. Shut oh well, I mean, okay. This that look like Gary from our old neighborhood. Wait, now if you now if you blink, he looked like blink. a light he looked like a biracial kid. He does he, not. He looked like my, He don't even he know. Like a, a he said his mother your story ain't convincing. My mother told me that my father was a light-skinned black man. <laughs> You've done all this research for all these other things that you claim you for, but you can't find out who your dad is? Mm-mm. You ain't you ain't put that effort into it, right? I mean... Nah, nah. Nah, nah, I'm just going to... Okay, nah. is there a picture of his mom? Um, no. Hold on. Okay, I mean, because we... I need to see it and compare in the flesh, because I... I mean, I'm, I'm trying to at least argue it down to see maybe we can, I can see that he is a, a possible severely light-skinned and white boy, you know, like. he Guess on her complexion, he's a white boy. That's the that's where you get that Okay, clip. so that's yeah, his mom. That's, that's his mom. That's exactly, yes. he's a white boy. But yeah. what if his mom was right and that he, he was. How does he not know? <laughs> he said, my mother told me. He has not once tried to find out. <coughs> you try to investigate everything else you could point claim you into, but you can't. You haven't taken the effort to try to find out who your father was. I mean, what if he died? He, he could have dismissed all this though, but you could still find out who he was. I mean, but what, you could have found out. What if his it, mama had a one night stand with him and that was shit. that? Like he's full of shit. But what if, what if that? It he's was a one full night of stand shit. And he's full of shit. And that was he's that. full of shit. And she didn't he's full of shit. You know what? I'm gonna start calling you Taco Max in a minute. Keep fucking with me. You what? are you are a half breed, so maybe. Shut up. Do you know in um, Africa you would just be a mixed person? Yeah, a mulatto. No, you would just be mixed. Yeah, but I mean that's technically the term that you no, would call. It's they mixed. refer to you as mixed. That's what I'm saying. I am mixed. No, but over here you're black. <laughs> I mean, I I I refer to myself as both. But in this country, you're black. <laughs> but I'm I'm both. But we're telling you, in this country, you refer to you as black. Look, nigga, I'm from Crenshaw Mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You know, because remember the you know you from Africa. No, uh, from- so no, that's actually an old skit from Trevor. So Trevor Noah did that skit when he was um when he was still doing stand up. He was still it was like one of his first stand up things. He was talking about his first time because he was like. You know, all his life he's been mixed because over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, 
I do remember and watching said, that clip on. Somebody's like, you know, when you go to, you know, if you're you're gonna be black. He's like, what you mean? He's like, no, like, oh, everybody was there, and they make if you're if you have a drop and just the whole drop in the bucket. Yeah, thing, I, and you're my black. history teacher. He's told like, me what? That. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, he's like, he's like, shit, I'm gonna be black. He's like, I want to be black, like, shit, because I've never been black. I've always been mixed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I love Trevor Nova. I, I Noah? Nigga? Nova, Nova nigga? Uh, no. <laughs> He's the son? He's your son? The moon no. and the stars? He's good you the world? Oh, <laughs> no. All right, so. I'm going to talk about this because it's a podcast topic. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, what, what you got to talk about? So um, there's been some recent articles, news, discussion about Mr. Joe Button. Oh, Lord. What the fuck did he do now? He do anything. Oh, well, okay. Are you sure? Okay, there's, there's two different topics. Okay. So, come on. so the first topic is this. So, a lot of people know that two years ago, almost two years ago, so Joe's podcast has been going on for about six years. Um, two years ago, they signed an exclusive deal with Spotify. Mm-hmm. They were one of the first exclusive deals to be done by any podcast at that point. As far as like with Spotify, because Spotify was really trying to get into the podcast game, but they didn't have anybody on any major podcast signing exclusive deals. Now they're signing exclusive deals with everybody, Joe Rogan, all these other people now, but they weren't doing it two years ago, whatever right, case right. may be. So Joe was like the pioneer for that shit, as far as for Spotify. Well, so their contract is almost up. They had been in negotiations um, for a re-up, and they basically just decided they're not. So he's been like talk, counting down. Like, we only got 26 episodes left and shit like that. And so as he got closer to the end, he was like, I'm going to tell y'all what fucking what happened. So basically, he went to this di- this description of how their contract went. And reason, first, the first reason he signed was Spotify. He even talked about this when they first did it. Joe has always preached like, you know, information because podcasting is still a new game and so right. these companies can tell you you're doing a certain number but I don't know if that number's real I need to see I want to know what the information is and so that's always been his thing and so the, he had other deals on the table when they signed with Spotify they had a deal with Tidal on the table and other stuff and so he said one of the reasons they didn't the reason they didn't sign with Tidal is because when he asked Jay for information Hove said nah nigga mm. and Wait, Jay-Z? Yeah, Jay was like, I'm going to give you my proprietary information. What the fuck am I going to get that to you for? Uh. So, but I understood what Jay's point was. Right. Why am I going to give you my shit? What the fuck I need you to give you my information for? Exactly. I'm paying you. Why the fuck you want my information? Right? Because so, he was going to try scamming. Nigga. Well, no. It's just, I understood Joe's point, but at the same time, also, I'm just, I appreciate Joe being, um, Jay being honest up in front with him. I'm like, no, nigga. So the issue is they, they took the Spotify deal because Spotify promised them that they would be able to see the inf- get information. Mm-hmm. And then they signed a deal and then they get no information. <laughs> Damn. So it was like, he was like, see, should have listened to the black man. It was honest with me up front. <laughs> but whatever the case may be, so you have a situation where they're, they were in negotiation, so you start seeing Spotify sign all these deals. Mm-hmm. Spotify signs all these large contracts. Sign these large. They gave Joe Rogan 100, 100 mil. They bought Ringer for 250 mil. Bought all these things. So, of course, Joe and I'm like, well, shit, we're going to get some money. Now, my, granted, Ringer is a bunch of different podcasts. Gimlet is a bunch of different podcasts. It's not just one um, and stuff like that. And so he said nine months into their, year, their two-year deal, Spotify had come up to them and basically said, hey, we'll give you some more money. But 
they were like, well, if you're going to give me this now, why don't I just wait? Because if I'm worth this now, I could be worth this more when, I, when my contract's up, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, right? Because a, a company's always come to you and try to get you to resign and halfway through the deal to short what they would have to pay you if they find if you find how much you're worth later on. Right. Because it's one thing when you're negotiating, you're negotiating to get yourself because right now you can't negotiate with nobody else. But if you're negotiating with other people, then that number's going to go up. So, of course, I'm going to try to resign you now. Mm-hmm. So, they didn't. So then it was a couple of things that happened where he said that um, they the one thing they asked about was taking some time off of vacation. Spotify said, no, we, we need you to record. So basically it wouldn't let them. I mean, eventually they did take vacations, but it wasn't, it wasn't against Spotify's preference. It was right. against, so. And then um, it was a thing where Spotify was like, hey, since you guys are doing so great, they were like the number one podcast. Hey, we want to buy you guys um, watch. Well, first they asked. I think they when Spotify offered them money, or it was something. I can't remember what it was. They wouldn't re, they do wouldn't resign. So then they, they said, "Well, wait it out." So then Spotify said, "Well, we want to do something nice for you guys. We go buy you guys all watches." So the guys priced watches, and then Spotify was like, "Yeah, that's a little bit too much." Well, nigga, you asked us to price the watches, nigga. So they didn't do the watches. So then they said, "We even priced like used watches," and the nigga said, "Wasn't enough. It was too much." So we say, okay, well, how about you just give us some like fifty grand and we can give it to our fans? Spotify didn't want to do that either. So fast forward as we're moving towards their um so when COVID hit, Joe's dad got sick. Like his, he thought his dad was gonna die. Oh, because his dad had it. His dad had it. He's uh, he thought his dad was gonna die. His dad, his dad was gonna die. It was that bad. Mm. So during this um doing this all happened, so at one point they didn't record for a couple weeks. And Bill Simmons calls him. He's like, I don't even know Bill. Why the fuck is Bill Simmons calling me? I don't even know Bill Simmons. This is after Bill Simmons had just signed up, mm-hmm. signed a deal with Spotify. Why the fuck they had Bill Simmons call me? Bill Simmons calls him on some, hey, you know, if you guys need help trying to get set up in the pot, in the pot pandemic as far as technology-wise, I, I can see the equipment we use. And he's like, Bill, I'm not recording because my dad's a, like dying with COVID. The fuck you talking about? And he said, Bill just kind of ignored what he said. Well, hey, yo, but if you need help, I can give you the number of so-and-so. Like, wow. Nigga, you just ignore what I just told you? Right. So, it's it like, whatever, dude. So, fast forward, they're still negotiating. So, basically, the deal that they got from Spotify, the, bill, the, the offer they got, Spotify wanted everything. And what I mean by that is Joe does his whole pull-up series where he does interview series with um, people. They wanted that. They wanted percentages off his pull-up. They want a percentages off of Rory and the music stuff he does on the side as far as his management. They want a percentage off of stuff that Parks does. The Parks is an engineer mm-hmm. and a producer. Like they wanted a percentage of everything they do. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why am I going to do that? And so uh, after he went on his rant, he went on his rant for like an hour. He, was, he talked about, he went into detail about everything. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people was like, oh, well, they offered you more money and blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, but you ain't seen what they were trying to get back for it. Right. Offer me more money because, and that's the thing I realize when people always look at a number, because it's more money than they'll ever see, they only look at the number. Right. They never look. They never look at the details of in the future. What are they trying to get back? Right. It's just like um, I think I talked about this before when my sister and them first started two a um two Aqua millennials, and some internet radio company reached out to them trying to sign, trying to say we want to sign your um, podcast to be on internet radio show. Mm-hmm. And at the time when you're just starting out as a podcast and you're, you're building your audience, oh shoot, this is cool. They probably have an established audience. We have a larger reach if we do this. 
just to be cool, right? right. Think, makes sense, right? But we read this fucking contract. I read the contract. This contract basically takes their, they, they don't own their IP. So the internet radio company owns all their content. They own the name of the podcast. They, we have control. The only thing you really are getting is that you get some ad revenue only after so many clicks. So we get, and we get a larger percentage. The company gets the larger percentage. That's crazy. So basically I'm signing over all my content. I don't own none of my shit. I can't use my name anymore outside of the show. That's, that's but, basically highway robbery. But, but it, I might get something on the back end yeah, for, that, um, for that's ads. Just, that's just correct. That's bullshit. But that's what you're trying to get over. It's like, no. So, <coughs> of course, I told him not to sign that bullshit deal. But it's just crazy because... That's as worse as a 360. That's essentially what it is, a 360 deal. That's essentially what this shit is. So, a lot of people were tripping on Joe about it. And that was a... Like, y'all niggas clearly didn't pay attention to what he was saying. Like, people were saying, well, he signed a bad... He signed a bad deal. It's like, nigga, I was the first one. How you, you don't know a bad deal until you, until you get into the deal. And it's like, because, for example, they have benchmarks built into the um, into their contract. Mm-hmm. And so they went to them like, yo, we reached those benchmarks. And then, podcast, and then Spotify was like, well, no, because this and this is a stream and this is a stream thing type of thing. Like, they're like, y'all changed the metrics on me now. Y'all first put these benchmarks. Now you're telling me the metrics changed? The fuck? So now, of course, I don't reach my ma- my my bonuses I'm supposed to get. Mm. So now I'm, of course, more pissed. So it's just shit like that that happened, right? All right. So it just speaks to. So Joe was getting killed. Even Charlemagne was like, "Joe, you're only one podcast. Like you're there. You, the people that signed, you're comparing yourself to all these larger group with these other." He's like, "Yeah, but I'm trying to do the same thing," and blah blah blah. And he's like, "You also don't understand because you don't own shit." Mm-hmm. Because you work for a radio station. I own this podcast. Right. I own and this they platform. Get, they get simulcast through a TV station. Like you, yeah, you own, you work, you have contracts to play people. I own this shit. Right. You don't own none of the stuff that you do. On the contracts you've done, you, you, don't, you, don't own, you don't own none of that shit. They own you. And so, of course, you don't understand my fight. Which I get, too. And that's been the thing I preach. Because that's, that was actually my concern when you told me about the whole 7 My Radio thing. I didn't know what the deal was. I still don't, and that's still my concern. I, I don't know. Can we talk about that off air? We will. Yeah. So, whatever the case may be, the other thing Joe was getting killed. So, Tahiri, you remember his first girlfriend, or the first one mm-hmm. we knew about, because he's the reason she ever got famous. But right. Tahiri. So, she's been on marriage boot camp this season. She's dating Vato, who's another a New York rapper who... Oh. Uh, Joe believes they, it's a fake. He don't believe they're really together. He believes they're just doing it for the show, for a check. Oh. But whatever the case may be, on the show, Vato choked her out because I guess she had threw something at him earlier and she like threw an apple or something at him. So later, oh, later wow. on, at some point, he just choked her up. And so it was a big thing, right? So I guess she was doing an interview with somebody and she's like talking about her experience with abuse and she kind of implied... That Joe had broke her nose, right? Oh, Years ago, right? Wow. So now, of course, people were bringing up the other past. It was other incident um, back when he was dating with Esther Baxter, where she accused him of uh, shaking her or grabbing her or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So people were like, oh, Joe is an abuser, three women, so on. So, of course, he had to address it on the podcast. And so the first thing he wanted to say is, well, first of all, I, I, you get to clarify because you didn't really specify, but you kind of implied that I hit you or I point your nose. I, I remember the night that that dude at the bar broke your nose and you called me. 
because Maul was like, I was with you when she called. Interesting. Because I guess something happened where they was out, and she ended in some, I don't know what happened with the dude, but some dude broke her nose, punched her in the face. So Joe had to go get with her to the hospital. He's like, you good? And now somehow he, she's tied that to him. And now look, it's one thing, because he's like, that's it's public fucking record that I didn't, like, that the dude broke your nose bar. How the fuck you try to put that on me, though? It's just the implication. Hmm. Interesting. So, I'm like, yo. It, it's just, and see, my thing is this, and, and Joe said something poignant in the podcast, and I look, I get it. I'm a firm believer in that we need to believe and trust black women, and women in general, right? But I also know that when people imply stuff without it being a fact, it's it's damaging, especially to men and black men, because if I didn't put, for example, my ex, mm-hmm. when I kicked her out of my house, I it was like a, few, like a month or two later, because she had this to move. Is this that one that had to do... That came, came that was home in my, from yeah, work. that was, yeah. Mm, okay. So when I kicked her out, it's like maybe a month or two later, I was talking to her mom because her mom had told me before we even, like, before, like, she's like, don't let, she always tell me, don't let my daughter stress you out. She would always, like, say, look, I don't, she ain't welcome out, but you always can't like you because you tried, you tried to do right by her and she didn't just, she just didn't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So I still talked to her mom after me and her after she was gone. Right. And so I remember I was talking to her mom one day, she's like, guess what? I said, what? Cause she had moved on. She had moved on to Florida, mm-hmm. and to stay with her uncle. So you know this girl went down to Florida telling everybody she was in an abusive relationship. I said, "Well, who? One of the other dudes she was cheating on me with? Because it wasn't me, right?" She's like, "I know, right?" Because I said we both laughed, like, "Huh?" But just the fact that you tried to besmirch my name, besmirch. Mind you, yes. the only person that ever was abusive was you. Anytime we ever got into a conflict. As far as physical, it was her. Oh yeah, because you said she charged it. She, she charged at me with the phone. She pushed me down the fucking stairs and we both fell. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't play like that. I don't put hands on women. Right. I'm not going to even fight you. I'm not going to hit you back. I'm not going to put touch you. You can hit me all you want because I feel like this. Outside of you kicking me in the nuts, ain't much you can do to me to uh, hurt a knife. You come in with a knife, I'm probably going to block it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I don't mean I have to hurt you. I know how to block someone without hurting you. It's not that hard. Right. But unless it's a dangerous situation, even then, like no. But I'm not going to put my hands on you. What the fuck? So. But yeah, she she like, and the fact that she even tried to get that off to get sympathy from people, and it's like, yeah, that's whack. That's then had the nerve three years years later come back talking to me talking about she want to be with me and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, she's narcissistic. You're, you're hilarious. Toxic. Toxic as fuck. Very much so. All right, so what is your so? How do you feel when guys ask you for pics? Just regular picks? It don't. I'm just or, in general. It doesn't matter what kind of pick it is. What is your thing about guys asking for pictures? I always tell them to go on my social media and choose their favorite one and send it to their phone. That's childish. Uh, but that's what I'd say to them. Because what? Why do you need to pick of me? Like really? What, what, why? Why do you need to pick of me? Especially if you're, I can see if maybe um, we weren't friends on social media, that might be different. But for the most part, I talk to people, like I've talked to dudes or I dealt with dudes, I have to automatically be friends with them on social media because I have to stalk them and see 
what kind of person they are. She's a professional stalker, by the way. I mean, she I, is a I professional stalker. I would not call myself a professional stalker. Burn her stalker. pages and shit. Stop. Stop. We're, burner. Like, the Lord has delivered me B- from B- that. Burner. The lit. Burner. She gets the burner. Oh, but you shut up. She's Kevin Durant in the flesh. <laughs> uh, I, anyways, um, now you were going to make me forget what I was uh, talking about. Idiot. What was I talking about? You were saying dudes um, stalking people pages. Yeah, I mean, because usually out of that, yeah, I only deal with, if I do talk to dudes, I had to know exactly a little bit of the background so I can kind of gauge what kind of fuckboy I'm dealing with. Because most of the time, yeah. Bad choices. According to you. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I don't, know. I'm not, I don't if, like so, this. So, here's my thing. I get the whole, because people get lazy with the whole social media thing. I hate that. But here's my thing. Why I want to pick from you that everybody else got? <laughs> If I'm talking to you, why the fuck I want to... I'm supposed to be special. I'm the one you're talking to. So why the fuck do I got to get a pick that everybody else Wait, seen? I had this argument with the argument. dude that I... <laughs> he got mad at me because he pretty much said that exact same thing. And yeah, it's why? Just like, why does it matter? It does. It's, it, what matters is the way the, that I... I it's yeah, me. No, it's that's, me. Not, that's not the point. The point is you have consideration for me to say, yo, I'm taking this pick for you. It means something as opposed to, yo, I know you see seen, it's like, it's I, like, honestly, you know, you might have seen me, been. you might have seen this on the gram, you might have seen this old pic. It's why, like, again, it's like why an artist. does that matter? Because we got pictures of celebrities that I'm pretty okay, sure the okay. whole world you know, is You know why it matters? You know how it matters? So it's like, it's like, um, it's like my, 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 uh, uh, issue with concerts. If I go to a concert, I want to hear you perform. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear you rap into a track with words <laughs> or singing <laughs> or lip syncing, right? Right, right. It's the same thing. Because why would I pay with my money and time to go to Wait, this concert? Wait, so is, is this relationship now okay, hold on, hold like on, entertain, listen, a listen, source of listen, entertainment? Listen, listen, listen. Let me finish my point. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get there. Ooh, child. So I've put my time and effort to get dressed to go. What, to spend money, buy money on these, spend money on these tickets to take my time to go to this show only for you to sound just like the track but not like because you're singing that good but just because it's actually the track you're basically playing the album on on repeat on the cd <laughs> instead of performing like what's the fucking point um but question are you dating that artist that's not the point yeah like, but it is but the only difference you're, is you, you know you're not dating that person you don't but, get to see that artist on a daily basis so why would that i don't matter? get to see that person on a daily basis either also you, some, uh, you, you see it more than you see the celebrity but that's not the point the point is Ugh. i'm still putting effort and time i can't you. accept that i'm putting effort and time into the situation with you i can't and you can't that. take the time where it's like to take a picture that's for that's the, me okay if if y'all doing something like you know like an anniversary, okay, I get it, I understand that. But if it's just rag regular razzle that like, first why? of all, I don't understand why I got to even ask you for a pick. First of all, why would you want to ask for a pick? Why 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 should I have to? Is my point. You should just send me a pick because no, because yo, that's creepy. Like I don't know not, what the fuck you're gonna do with my picture. What? Now you're that's your fault because that's what you think about. And uh, no, no, because again, it was just, oh, because I didn't just never mind. Anyways, um, because you you don't know about that. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, 
No, if why 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 a picture is a picture. It's it's about how beautiful the pic is. Like it could be like the most beautiful so picture that you follow. You know, in love you, with know you know why you know that so uh, the example I give is this. The picture you posted on social media, every nigga and every thirsty ass nigga that, that that's looking at your pictures is commenting and making out, oh shit, you find all the heart eyes and shit like that. I wanna feel special because every other nigga get it's just like um when back on Aisha Curry was talking about how Yo, oh, with her kind of like yo, it's like, like I feel like I feel like I still got it. It's kind of thing. Um, so you know, it's you know he gets his attention on social media. It's like, well, shit, where mine's? So it's like I should be able to get attention from the person I'm spending time with and, and stuff like that too. It's the same type. So if you posting pictures for your fucking fan club, then at least I, I'm an exclusive member, nigga. Mm-hmm. So I should get the exclusive shit. <laughs> That's how I feel. If you, if we in a relationship or we dating. But you got, you know, you got your people on the, on the internet that's always trying to get your attention. And they, they liking every picture. They get, they putting hard eyes on every picture. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. You're looking beautiful. Perfection. All that little stupid shit they put on pages and shit. All that little dumb shit they do. Or little, the little eye emojis and shit like that. All that yeah. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All them niggas doing all that shit. I'm the exclusive member of your fan club. I'm the nigga that gets your attention to time, so I should get the exclusive shit, not the shit that's for public consumption. Nigga, oh, I am your only oh, fan. Okay, and maybe I feel I'll say this: <laughs> once you get the ring and no, you make it official, that. Fuck boom. That. Fuck all because of that. technically, by law, fuck. your marital status is single. Fuck. It doesn't say. Fuck. All, oh, so you want those people now? Relationship. Okay, all right. So that's the case. You can't be mad at any of us for cheating. Mar- Oh, no, no, no. I can use because no because adultery is only a thing in marriage. It's the same thing, nigga. <laughs> why would you do that? You to me? just fucked your own argument up. Well, you would know. Why would you do that to me, though? Because you fucked your own I'm, argument but up. But you, I was being you, petty. It don't matter, and I'm being petty back. You should know better. No, you know, uh, yeah, know you your know, personnel, nigga. No, personnel. Nigga. Know your personnel, nigga. No, first off, it don't know. You got to earn it, though. You got to earn it. But if I am, my, my point is the premise of, I'm not saying we just met yesterday, nigga. I'm speaking and we're dating. We have some type of rapport where it's like, yo, like we've established that there's something there. Like we trying to build towards something. Mm-hmm. I should be getting the exclusive shit. <laughs> I, I, now, it's one thing that you supposed it after you sent it to me. That's fine. But I should get the preview. I should get like, you know how like. Okay, you, you can you, get a preview. I should but... get like, yo, when you when you getting ready to go out and you got a cute outfit on. Hey, yo, babe, get ready for the day or some shit. Like, that's the shit I need. I need to get that. Okay, then what does she post it afterwards? That's fine. Because I got it first. Okay, well, then why can't, like... All I'm talking about is being to make sure I know I'm the exclusive nigga so I can make sure niggas know, nigga. Like, when niggas always want to be the first person to comment on the celebrity post, like, first, no, nigga, I'm first. (laughs) I need that. (laughs) Yeah, I honestly, I've never really been big on pics. Nigga, you take pics all the time, your old punk-ass model-ass one, nigga. Yeah, for myself, again, it's... I'm, I'm, I'm in tune with myself. Oh my That's because God. I celebrate myself. I do. What else am I going to celebrate? That should be thirst trapping. Let's be clear. No, I don't. I, I, I actually took half nigga pics this year and last year. What the fuck, nigga? What? You don't put some fucking clothes on, nigga. But I I do have clothes on. Yeah, barely. That's the thing. Right now, I do. What, right I have now, on well, I would hope so, nigga. Ugh. Uh, yeah, like, I would want to come over here dressed like a hoochie mama. You have, actually. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Uh, yeah, you, no, but you that, was, probably that was to a because I had a date she was heading to a dick appointment. wrong after, no. She was head. well, it was a potential dick appointment, but he fucked, he got, he fucked it up. She was ready, was, but he was like, I, wait, 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 what, what, what time was this? Cause I, I don't remember, nigga, I'm talking shit. 
Yeah, of course. I know it happened. I ain't gonna talk shit, but you don't remember at the time. That's shit talking doesn't mean you have to have yeah, facts. Because if it's if it's what time I think it I is, I don't recall. I had to make sure it wasn't the dude that I was thinking it was because this was two different dudes that I'm thinking about. That Damn, is that many? No. Is that many? Listen and no. Damn, Ashley. And then in that scenario, get your shit I did off. not shut up. Get your shit no, off. No, I don't. I'm not player, doing that no player. more. I have not done that at all this year. Ashley or her, even after homie love friends. No. Homie. <laughs> no. If actually have you know Actually, I'm sorry, I can't sing that song ever again. I forgot about that. Uh, that. I don't okay. Yeah, I just if you've that. already I for it's been a year and like I would say two or three months. And the celibacy journey, it, it has been a struggle, but it, Yeah, she I, struggled I the first year and gave in. Um that was by I I that was that, not that, actually I, 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 no, no, it was no, because I'm trying to think. No, because I've been celibate multiple times before, so and it always it never lasts. Yeah, but that yeah, but time around, I know. Are yeah, you talking? No, you the other time you were talking about me being celibate. Like, no, I had who? When did I say that? That went a year. Like, I don't know. No, what your life is. You're, you're, you're mixing stories up. I didn't say sure. anything about a length of time. I just said, I've heard you say you've been celibate before. Yeah, I would not celibate before. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it did not. But this time, I actually want to stick it but out. But you always giving in for the trash. Again, like I would say, again, it's not. Trash, trash, trash. Would you shut up? Speaking of this, so look, my sister got a new boyfriend. Or a new nigga. I don't know his nigga name. I don't know. You don't know the nigga name. I know his name actually. It's actually an interesting name, but I'm not gonna say it here because I can't. Daystar. Hell, fuck no. <laughs> also, fuck that nigga. Yeah, fuck, fuck. Um, Tory Lanez, bitch. Um, but no. Of course, I had to do my interrogation of her the other day. To ask about this nigga. Of course, that's what big brothers do. She, but no. What happened is he got this whole he got this whole uh, thing about he claimed that he because I guess he said so he hit up on Facebook. So what happened was he claims. That he's been trying to get at her for since like 2014, 2015 on dating sites, but she always ignored him. Mm-hmm. And then he said that at some point, the last time she opened her page in like 2016, he hit her up, uh, or he she linked it to her face, her social media. So he added her on IG and Facebook, and he finally got her in like July or some shit. I said, "You let him get that bullshit off, mm-hmm. like, baby. I've been pursuing you for years." <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. First off, maybe let let her let her live her her dream with it. Okay. All right, so we're going to get into some, net, um, some. I'm going to get into some sad, or, so I'm going to reflect on, I'm going to, uh, sorry, this is a little, uh, uh-huh. so I said earlier, but I want to say rest in peace again to Jacob Blake. Well, no, I'm sorry, wait, Jacob Blake is alive. I am so sorry. Uh, I was actually, because earlier when I'm, you mentioned that. You should have reminded me. Because I was thinking like, totally, uh, wait, when did he die? Because I was going to ask you, because I have been on Why did she point it out? I was just on the road there, and I started, I was swimming from Chad to him. Um, right. Because I want to be petty. Childish. Children children these days. <laughs> Whatever the case may be. Uh, so I want to specify that Jacob Blake is alive. So ignore me. Please do. Um, But I want to talk about Mr. So, so the kid, Kyle Rittenhouse. So the protests broke out, of course, in, 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 in Milwaukee. Or I'm sorry, in Kenosha, um, Wisconsin, where the the shooting of Jacob Blake occurred, and 
So, of course, so Kyle Rittenhouse, who was from Illinois, his mother, he's 17 years old, his mother drove him and his automatic rifle all the way to Milwaukee because they wanted to, quote unquote, protect property that was not their own, mind you. Right. And he ended up shooting three people and killing two. First person he shot was in the back. Because mm-hmm. the people kept saying, it was self-defense. He started the person in the back. That's not self-defense. Exactly. Um, not only did he shoot people in the back, he's walking right past the police. People were yelling, and he just shot people. Because the second, the, what happened is he shot the first person. They tried to disarm him, and they couldn't. He shot another person, and he shot another person. So here's my thing. The one thing that, so if you listen to the news media, especially the right-wing news media like Fox, huh. he was an as- or even the regular news. An aspiring. Aspiring cop. I don't so know. I wanna speak to, so I want to So this narrative, so this is the thing I want to speak to. This, this narrative, I'm speaking about narratives in general. So, news media has to address their own biases. Mm-hmm. Because the news media will call out other people's biases. Certain, well, depending on who it is. But they don't address their own. Of course. Even in their articles. Because they're racist. So, and they're prejudiced. when we find out about Kyle Rittenhouse, okay, we find out about Jacob Blake, the first thing we hear is that he has a, a warrant he has these. This he was criminal, carrying a weapon. Or we, we, that's the thing is they don't know that they claim that there's been different stories that he had a weapon. There's one say it was one in his car. Nobody knows because nobody. And my thing is even then the cop didn't know that. So how the fuck that justified him shooting him in the back seven times? Because they're stupid. So that's first thing. Also, you shot him in the back. So they're delusional. So, but the thing is, all we hear about is all the bad things Jacob did. Just like we all heard about anything that all the bad thing Michael Brown. Or yeah, because they or, were always a thug or a criminal. It was always these. It's always this thing about these kids or this man had a criminal background. He wasn't a saint. He wasn't this. He was. He stole candy one time in '96. Like it's always <laughs> right, some dumb shit dumb like that. Shit that. They put up the sense. most ridiculous shit to tell you why this and of person. Now they're trying to do that with Breonna Taylor, where they're part, trying to make it seem like, like she was some drug queen pin or some shit. Right. They trying to make it seem like she need no. Uh, she she need a brown. And did you hear <laughs> that they 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 reached out to her ex in prison and said that they, they tried to make a deal, plea deal. Yeah. Like what the fuck? So with that being said. The, the dichotomy of or the difference in coverage that Kyle Rittenhouse is with. When you see pictures, they talk about Kyle Rittenhouse, you see pictures of him volunteering and helping uh-huh. people in the community and, and he's doing all these great things. the spray paints of he graffiti. Was, he was an aspiring cop. Here's my thing. You know what, you know what, this, you know what this whole situation is to tell you people? Mm-hmm. The fact that the young man who quote unquote is an aspiring cop as you people state Felt that he was a, he was obliged and encouraged and allowed to bring a rifle from another state at 17 years old and kill people and shoot people without without any suspect or any any con, any consequence coming from his way. Right. He went home, went to sleep the ne- and and woke up the next day with no problem right. until he got arrested. So this young man that you guys call an aspiring cop, the fact that an aspiring cop by your definition, mm-hmm. is a young man who thinks he can shoot people without any recourse. Yep. That explain that should explain to you people why policing in this because fucking it's country quote unquote self defense. That's the reason why policing in this country is bullshit. Exactly. Because an aspiring cop thinks that 
his aspiration to be a cop means that he should be able to carry a gun around and shoot people all willy-nilly. And that means that his view of what a cop is is specifically tied to the violence they are allowed to inflict on people without conflict mm. or without any consequence. So, when you see these cops on the news who are shooting unarmed black men for no fucking reason, just know that they are the ones inspiring people like Kyle Rittenhouse to say, you know what? I want to be a cop so I can shoot people indiscriminately. When I was a kid and I wanted to be a cop, you know why I wanted to be a cop? Because I thought it was cool. Right. It wasn't because I wanted to shoot anybody, not because they carried a gun. Oh, because yeah. they, they fear, I fear for my life when it I'm wasn't, around them. It wasn't none of that. It was, I, oh, shoot, police are calling me a cop. That's it. It wasn't, it wasn't because they got to carry a gun. There are people who literally want to, like, these niggas are basically are all Tackleberry. Yep. They are all fucking Tackleberry. They're trigger happy. Tackleberry is, was a, if people don't know, if people that are young, if you've ever seen a fucking Police Academy movie, you know who Tackleberry was. Tackleberry was a gun-toting, fucking trigger-happy man who wanted to be a cop and loved his weapons. He wanted to be a cop so he could be able to shoot people indiscriminately. Unfortunately, even though that was a joke, that is the reality of a lot of people who are inspiring to be cops nowadays. These Mm -hmm. kids see these other cops shooting people and say, shit, I could carry a gun and shoot somebody and I'll be okay because guess what? I'm a white man and I could be a cop because, you know, blue lives matter. Yeah. But you know the thing about blue lives is guess what, you motherfuckers, it's a job. And it's all lives matter. It's up when it comes to it's funny. It's never blue, but when they say blue lives is never that. It's only when it's black. When it's blue, nah. When it's black, oh no, all lives matter. But what about also what's also funny too is um they just should protest in a peaceful way because you know Martin Luther King did that. He went to jail twenty nine times. Also And y'all killed him. Also, Hmm. yeah, yeah, killed him too. Also, another thing is this. Most of the people who've been arrested through these protests are people from outside the city and it's you white who people. are outside agitators who are coming in who are, being paid who are trying this. to make this shit look like we're violent. Yep. And I'm tired. And at some point, there's going to be a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And at some point, when that breaking point comes, y'all can't be mad about what the outcome is because y'all, y'all prompted this. And right. that's just what it is. Pretty much. Um, but... As of last report, Jacob Blake was paralyzed. The doctors don't know if it's going to be permanent. I am mm. hoping and praying that he is. He makes he a recovery for his, for his kids, for his family, because this is bullshit. It is. Um, on the heels of the Jacob Blake situation, um, the NBA, uh, starting with the Milwaukee Bucks, who are an hour away from Kenosha in Wisconsin, they decided to not play a game against the Orlando Magic. They said, we're not playing. They mm-hmm. sat in the back and they were debating, debating. They said, you know what? We can't do a shit. And they decided not to play. Um, and that led to all the other games that day, all the other players um, joining the suit and, and striking and basically protesting the games. Um, the games didn't come back, I think, until last Saturday. But it was, a, it was a huge statement. And a lot of people, you had people responding, especially like in the White House. What are you, this is silly. You guys can take a day off. Like in, in, but they're rich and stuff. Mr. Sir, you're rich because of who you're married to and who your um, stepfather, your father-in-law is. Right. the fuck up. Um, but I, I'm glad those young men decided to use their platform to, to make people work. Because it's like, yo, all you people want your entertainment back. Y'all want, uh, and it's fine. We're adults and we have a choice. But we're paid. 
unlike the college students who y'all keep trying to get to come back and play uh, sports for y'all to entertain you fuckers who y'all don't want to get paid, And though. then you're not even lowering their tuition. You're not doing anything. You want these kids to go on campus and risk being sick and risking their lives. The Big, Pen, uh, the Big Ten initially canceled their season or postponed it mm-hmm. only for all these people to try to get it back. And it's like they want kids Which to sign waivers. They want these kids to sign waivers. They already don't have no fucking rights. They don't have so no you pay. Basically, are, are offering your kids up as a sacrifice. And the thing land. is, that's the thing. The parents are the ones supporting this bullshit. Y'all don't care about y'all kids. Y'all care about y'all fucking sports. And what's because that's because a lot of them are living vicariously through their children, so they feel like they the children doesn't have a say because it's essentially varsity blues in real life. It's essentially what it is. Yeah. It's just it's crazy to me. Um, can somebody cancel shade room? <laughs> Nigga, really? I'm sorry, that was Negro shit. Every time. No. You fucking child. Yeah, it's not every... Sir, do not disrespect me. Like, that That was not every time. This is probably like... This maybe. is actually the second time today. I just didn't record that oh, part because I deleted it. I, you can't even count that. I do, because it happened. No, One of the public knows about test. it. That was It was no, because you tried to get me to keep shit. Nigga, shut the fuck up. No, oh no, because I was salty because it was that one good conversation that we had, but then I was said, fuck you only, it, so that's you only why good for one conversation, shit. really, that's good. To, 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 the lies, so shut up. Stop hating shade on my Shade Room, so. Yeah, why we cancel so, the Shade Room because of what? So, well, Shade Room is trash, first of all. Okay, yeah, but, um, that's true, I agree. After Sean dropped the Deep Reverence track with, uh, with Nipsey, mm-hmm. on the song he alludes to the fact that him and Janae lost a baby. Mm-hmm. Shade Room proceeds to come out with a survey saying, hey, what would so-and-so baby look like if they had a kid? And the first people they put on there is Janae and Big Sean, right after this the nigga fuck? just said he lost a kid. What the... F- oh, my... Mm. Now, I mean, that's why they're called the Shade Room, but that's the, the, the worst kind of shade. Trash. Even, yes, basically. That's just trash. Y'all need to read the room, dog. For real. Read the fucking read room. Read your audience. Like for real, but honestly, they. I don't have time to get into this QAnon theory, but it's gonna be that's gonna be a long discussion because I'm just gonna say, black people, y'all need to step y'all conspiracy theories up because <laughs> right, we's Republicans, uh, them niggas has gone far because they think Donald Trump is a, a, a underground superhero. What? Oh, you never the latest? No, QAnon is this person named Q who is spreading information over the internet. Okay. Basically saying that. Donald Trump is actually a secret. He's a uh, he's a so he's they're a, like the National Enquirer. Well, no, right? he's a secret agent um, who is really undercover trying to um, to un unmask this secret um, left wing uh, child rape uh, cult or some shit that involves Jay Z, <laughs> Hillary Clinton, the, old, the Obamas, and all these all these celebrities and liberals, and and Trump <laughs> is a person that's trying to break this up. This is the shit. But the worst part about it is that there are actually Republican senators that are actually running for office who support QAnon. Trump has has retweeted some of their stupid shit. These motherfuckers really think that Trump is somehow a secret agent who's been (laughs) undercover trying to... So this is like reading The Onion, basically. When I tell you... What, look, black people, I understand y'all got y'all Illuminati theories, but these niggas have gone further. Yeah, no, that's they have got y'all stuff. beat. Y'all niggas to step y'all conspiracy theories up. Because <laughs> this shit right here, this shit right here, this shit right here, this is a different level of, look, these niggas, I don't know what type of weed, peyote, 
fucking what that's, the you got angel a dust nigga Percocet, like, this is that shit that Dave Chappelle was talking about that Danny Brown oh, gave him oh you went off of PCP angel dust well that's that shit that he was talking about when uh, he was on, um, on Big Sean's table his story he was talking about the night he bombed in Detroit and Danny Brown gave him some weed and he, it was laced with something he didn't know Ooh, <laughs> that's wow. that shit right there damn um, but yeah so yeah I'm gonna get more into that next time cause that shit's ridiculous mm-hmm. um Let's see. Let's see if there's anything else. Boosie. Oh, why, why, why must we speak of that name? Because this nigga. All right. So I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I hate this nigga. We. I do too. I was one of those people who was totally against the whole free Boosie movement. Mm-hmm. I was one of the people yelling, "Lock that nigga back up. Keep him. Keep that bitch in jail." That was my hashtag. So. As we learn, Boosie has no tact and no, no tact at all. He'll comment on whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. except when he won't. So he had everything in the world to say about D-Wade and his son, or his daughter, I'm sorry. He had everything to say about all these other things. He had everything to um, talk about getting, having his son raped by a grown-ass woman. Mm. Um, he had comments on everything. But when somebody asked him to comment on the Megan Tory situation, he ain't got shit to say. Nah, I don't want to comment on that because I don't know what happened. The oh, fuck? you don't know what happened. Nothing else, and you say shit. Oh, but you—you you ain't never shut up a day in your life. Now all of a sudden, you don't want to comment on something because you don't know what happened. No, because he'd probably do some shit like that. Well, he would, but see. Also, I'm riding with Bun B because Bun B made it clear. First of all, uh, Tory shout can't, out to Bun B. Tory can't ever go to Houston. Yep. Because them niggas gonna ride out on this nigga. Because he even said, "Mommy's like, look, if she had been to Houston, nigga, we would ride out real quick." You like. Let's be clear. Hey, this was the same nigga who tried to start smoke with Royce and he he had to get his ass checked. He said, look, he said, look, I don't know if you got a drug problem or you got a mental issue, but you need to get that help. But best believe, nigga, no. Fuck that nigga. And he said, I'm looking at all you niggas too, all these artists who've been fucking with him who ain't saying shit either. I'm looking Mm -hmm. at y'all too. Because Royce is like, Royce is like, fuck that. No. Nigga, I don't, nigga. She ain't got nobody out there with her. Her mom passed away. Her daddy gone. Her grandma gone. The only people out there with her is T. Ferris and that's it. She ain't got nobody to really care about her out there except one other person. And so she go out here and trying to make friends with people. And you, what the fuck? Nigga, no. Right. He said, nigga, let's be clear. And I'm telling you right now, Houston is officially a no-fly zone for Tory Lanez. Yep. Tory Lanez, to, Houston is like Detroit is for um, Youngberg, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Hitmaker. Well, low-key Tory Lanez is probably on that hit list, too, still, even though him and Roy squashed their thing. But Man, I, I don't care about Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, you can't find him. He's a mouse. He's probably crying. <laughs> Um, so I, we talked about it before. We talked about it before the podcast. So you did watch the verses uh, between Brandy and Monica. Mm-hmm. How did you enjoy it? I did. I did. It it was entertaining to me, especially like seeing Monica and Brandy just be together and just have real moments with each other, and of course, like you know, joke around with each other in a way. But of course, social media has to have their own views and opinions, where people are just like. Oh, yeah, I felt the energy was off, and Monica just seemed to be bothered by Brandy while Brandy was just living her best life. And yeah, they don't like each other. So, you know, it was just shade. I just, I could read the whole entire room and this, this, that, and the third. It's just, it was just complete negativity. And it's just like, stop. Everything doesn't have to, we, we know that they had a beef. We know that they did. But. Same thing. Um,. 
I, I firmly, yes, they did have a beef. Um, for people that don't know, mm-hmm. if you look up Monica's album on iTunes, Boy Is Mine is not on there. Brandy took it off her albums like eight years ago. What you mean? The song Boy Is Mine. So if you look at her album, I don't know if it's on Apple Music that way. Apple, but. let me, because I'm about to check now. You saying on Monica's album or Brandy's album? The, the album Boy, the album The Boy, Boy Is, is mine. mine, yeah, that's that's Monica's album. Um. Oh, they did take it off. And why? Is that? Cause Monica. Cause um, Brandy Petty. Hmm. Well, I mean. No, nah, it's on. It's not on streaming services. It's on there. I, I think, but the thing but, is, is that so when they talked about doing the song "The Boy's Mind," I believe Brandy that that song was. For it is Brandy's song. Yeah. So However, she asked Monica to. Well, yeah, but I guess what happened? It was some issues label wise, and so that's the reason why. Because Monica's album name wasn't supposed to be that. Probably something else. Um, right. Clive Davis is the one, I guess, because of some issues with Brandy and her label and her her issues with the song or yeah. owning the song. That's the reason why he made Monica name it that. So. Um, but to, I don't think Brandy wanted the boy's mind as a title of her album. Well, no, she it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be Monica's. Right. It was just the, the, that song was the lead single, and so I guess I there, was there was some argument. There was an argument. It was an argument. No, no, the competition. Because as far as I was, I, like this whole Vandy Brandy's vocals. Her vocals was never that great until like she has years. a nice rich tone. So though. what it is her is that it was never. Great. It was it got her voice got better over the years. It was never that great when she was young. Like but compared the, to Monica's voice, Brandy Monica always had a more powerful voice. Tony, um, my, uh, Brandy to me always had a like you said her her voice is lighter, but it's also she has more versatility with her voice. Mm-hmm. Monica always had more power, more a mature voice to me. I'll say that. Yeah, she did. That's the thing. And even when they were younger, now over the years, Brandy's voice has definitely gotten better. And they, this whole vocal Bible bullshit, whatever they call her, I ain't got time for that. Um, but I'm not. Wow. Okay. Well, I just don't. I, 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 I don't understand. Vocal Bible. I don't understand. I because I don't know when this whole Brandy became this whole mythical creature. I never. I was, I've never know. I don't know when people started loving Brandy for her vocals. Like that was never a thing. She made good music, but I don't remember. I don't know when they started this whole conversation about Brandy vocals. The vocal band. Oh shit! Brandy vocals. Nigga, when? When? That was never a conversation. It's like, what is, did she like? Did she threaten y'all niggas? What the fuck? Shut she threatened up. to run you niggas over. Uh, don't do that. Don't start running y'all niggas. I, I, that was I, not. I, I, you know, also, I wonder. Was she the inspiration for the song "Move, Bitch"? Oh, <laughs> shut up! No, that judge ruled it was some, not her fault. Somebody need to ask Ludacris. Like, yo, so the song that, "Move, That didn't bitch. even happen around that time. That's not. I, but she. It was before. So maybe. You think was, she was listening to that in the car? No, maybe. No, maybe he. That was the song. That's the reason he was inspired to make it. But like no, that lying. that accident happened way after. That was song after? Came yeah, out. yeah, she yeah. probably was. Def- she was definitely playing it. She's definitely playing it. <laughs> but That's the, was the defin- judge ruled that it was not her fault. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. When you get money, you can get judges to say shit like that. Oh, stop <laughs> that! Stop that! You know she she deals with that on a daily basis. Mm, yep, that's why she always tried to pretend she stood the girl next door. Uh-huh. Don't say how around my grown ass daughter. <laughs> Your daughter, nineteen years old. You don't get my fucking uh-huh. face, girl. <laughs> That's why she she's was like, oh, person. don't you cuss Cotton Monica? That's why she was being so... She's uh, the only, only person. She, and she also lied about being married to her fucking baby daddy years ago. I was like, nigga, the fuck? Uh, like, oh. she lied about being married for years to that nigga. 
uh, for a couple years before they actually admitted. I'm like, nigga, you grown? What the fuck? You ain't a kid no more. Calm down. <coughs> she cares too much about her images. Her image, unlike her brother, who don't give a fuck about nothing. Um. Well, I get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still Brandy's brother. Brady. He's still Brandy's brother, as far as I'm concerned. Hey, everyone, ain't that Brandy's brother? Uh, but Ray J, he he he's blessed in in certain ways. I'm sure that the ladies know what I'm talking about right now. And I think we're going to go ahead and um, segue or close this thing out, right? No one really, I don't know. I'm deleting that part. No, don't do that. That shit is definitely getting cut out of my fucking podcast. Why? You hate her? That shit's disgusting. But we have women that listen to this podcast, too. They need to vibe with me. No one wants to vibe with you, Ashley. No one likes you. Stop hating on my success. You don't have any yet. It's not cool. But I have some. You don't have a rep yet. I have some, okay? Um. But no, I enjoyed it. Like I said, a lot of people were playing with the whole rivalry. And I think, I think purposely, Monica and Brandy played it up. Yeah, the show. I, I, yeah think, I, I think they played it up like it was a wrestling skit. Like, yo, we just going to play it up like we really hate each other. Because, I mean, they were still kicking. Because they, they was kicking and having fun after the show. So I think they really just played that shit up for y'all niggas because they knew y'all niggas thought they hated each other. Mm-hmm. And yes, they granted, they definitely had beef for a while. They definitely had beef. But whatever that beef was, they definitely got through it. Right. Also, Monica is gonna ride for her nigga. She gonna rep. She gonna rep C murder. murder. And forever and ever, y'all niggas ain't gonna be able to say shit. Fuck all you niggas. Basically. Fuck all you hoes. And she also letting any hoes that think they got Corey. Nah, nigga, that's mine. I'll fuck you bitches up. She ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> right. Um. But I think that's all I have. Um. We two, almost two and a half hours into this shit. Who child? Because of that 36 minute intro. <laughs> the best intro fucking ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Punk I ass agree. nigga. Yeah. You can thank me now. For what? <laughs> the fuck? I just, the Drake song, it came to my head. Mm. No, that song was trash. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that song was fucking trash. I mean, back then it was cool though. No, it wasn't. But, it was still trash back then. Uh, it was the worst song on the album. For sure. It's worst song off the album? On that album? For sure. Thank Me Now? It was a fucking terrible... Uh, no, I no, think... No, Over was the second. What? The first single. That song was her. I hate that song. What song? The the ring, the single, Over. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I, those I agree are two worst songs one. on the album. But what? I wouldn't say... I, but I put uh, Thank Me Now over um, that. But they're still the two worst songs on the album. I don't care which no, order. No, I think there's another song. No! I have to think of it. No! That. All I would have the songs are fine. I haven't listened one. to that album in like what since 2013, 2014. It's been a minute since I listened to that complete album. I don't know, nigga. Whatever the case may be. So I'm done. I don't have any more. T- I have plenty of time, but I'm not going to go into We're going to get into it next time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I can get my punk ass sister on the podcast because she can neglect me and I don't agree with it. <laughs> um, I'm going to bribe her with this cheesecake that I'm about to make. But, um. Mm-mm-mm. Whatever the case may be, hope everybody has a. This is a, it's a Labor Day weekend, so I'll try to post. I think I'll, pop, I'll post tomorrow. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, um, it's been real. Uh, you can follow the pod on Down the King Pod on Instagram, DWTK Pod on Twitter, Down the King Podcast on Facebook. You can follow me at the Real Will K on Twitter and IG. That is T H A Real Will K. Uh, you can follow Ashley on, and that's Ashley K on Instagram. Ashley K A Y. Nigga, I was getting there. Calm the fuck down. But you didn't spell it. You just said because if you just say Ashley K, somebody might just literally oh, put God. in a letter K and it doesn't pop up right fuck away. Fuck 
Uh, they need to know. It's um, K-A-Y. And Ashley K-A-Y on Facebook. Thank you. Um, email the pod, down to King Podcast at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, signing off for myself. Will K the King and Ashley Punk Ass. Um, till then. You know what, evil till, whore? Till next then. Till next then. Till next time. Till next time. Bye, bitches. Oh.